Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Ahí estaba, en el centro. Hoyo de gloria. Have you scanned your MVP card? Breakfast was three eggs, scrambled light with grits and extra crispy bacon. Cliff, what's up? It's Bryce. I know, Cliff, but people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all better. Let's get to that conversation now. Here is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday, the second day of 2024 here in January. Happy New Year to you and yours, and we are glad to be back here on Pirate Radio Live on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We are on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And you can watch the show, be a part of the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. The chat gang already hot today on a Tuesday. Great to see your names again. We'll uh, interact with you folks throughout today's program. Find us on Facebook Live and YouTube. Give us a like, a subscribe, and be a part of a big Tuesday show to bring in the new year. Coming up on today's program, the Mully Man, Mike Mullis, will join us coming up at 4.30. We'll talk to Bryce Williams, former ECU tight end, at 5 o'clock. And welcome in for the first time to the Pirate Radio Studios, new ECU offensive coordinator, John David Baker. He'll join us for the final 30 minutes of today's show. Uh, Get his thoughts on what it's been like so far, recruiting and all that, as he is working hard to get this Pirate offense going like they couldn't get going in 2023. Uh, Also, joining us now in the Pirate Radio Studios to kick things off, Coach Mack is back, Mack McCarthy. Happy New Year, Coach. Uh, no, no, like in trading places. Merry New Year. Merry New Year to you. Big Dog Glenn Griffin's here. Shirley Rhodes and the Chon Man is here. And the gang is back. We are ready to roll here on a Tuesday. And a lot to talk about, Coach Mack, coming off the college football playoff last night. Chon, Chan, like the Chanticleers, like Chandler. Maybe we should call him Sean. That's a classy way to say it. Hello, Sean. It's French. Well, actually, Sean. Right. Sean. By the way, Happy New Year. Um, Merry New Year. There was one time when I was doing, exactly. I, I used to be a long snapper. I was a former long snapper. What? Um, and football? Yeah. You he, played football? He knows college football, too. Oh, I do. And they, they take this pic, or the video of you, and you have to say your name and what high school class you are. For what? For uh, Rubio long snapping, and then they would th- show like three or four of your snaps. You a so Rubio got, guy? I'm a Rubio guy. Oh wow! Okay. Once a Rubio guy, always, always a Rubio, a Rubio, Rubio guy. guy. Okay. So I go up there and I go Chandler Honeycutt class, you know, 2016. Well, the video comes out, and I guess my country accent, and I spoke too fast. It said Sean Honeycutt on the screen. How do they spell that? S E A N. Okay. Like Sean. Sean. <laughs> so that reminded me of that when you said that we should just say my name is Sean. And stories like that, folks, are what you're going to hear throughout the year 
here on Pirate Radio Live. What a great story that was. <laughs> did you enjoy that, Coach? I did. I did. I kind of started it with the Chanticleers and yes. the, instead of the Chanticleers, instead of Chan Man. Chan cool. Man. Neat story. Thank you, voice. Uh, <laughs> all right. I, I want to talk to the chat gang say hello to them. I want to talk about a lot of things. I really want to begin today's show with my favorite sports story over the last week couple of days and that is an nfl owner throwing liquid onto fans sean what in the hell is David going Tepper. on Dude. so first of all, on the video do we see him throwing a drink on somebody as they're turning the camera towards david tepper that's when he throws the drink you actually see him kind of toss it and then that's when he like throws it and on the table the yeah. and then turns around and walks away. Yeah. Which is a coward move, by by the way. Throw a drink on somebody and then walk away. You're in, and besides, you're in a a suite. I don't I, I don't get it. Was he throwing it at a Panthers fan or a Jaguars fan? It looked like there was Jaguars fans. I mean Panthers fans don't show up to our own stadium. I'm sure there wasn't plenty right there. Now I don't know. It doesn't matter what fan it is. It's such a bad look. He's already said some things before, uh, like telling Panther fans to get out of the basement, you know, come, get out of the basement, come enjoy Panther football. Um, and then this is this is like the icing on the cake. Man. When it comes to like, he's the new Dan Snyder. He, I, I told y'all that look he's like, got to do a lot of stuff to get to dan snyder did territory. dan snyder ever do he that is shooting up the ranks <laughs> no dan snyder was more of a behind the scenes a-hole than a out in front a-hole it, it, this is just bad not just the football on you know that's being produced on the field um but you got an owner that's doing this kind of stuff and uh, he's already on the bad side with the fans and you know I feel like we've talked about this a little bit, Coach, but as a coach, in this case an owner, uh, you really got to avoid interacting with fans in public, correct? I did, <laughs> did you have any of those incidents? No. I think you no. have said that you, you avoided those. Like the I play, did, right? and, and to be honest, I, you know, uh, and of course you're different, you're an owner in a suite. When, you, when you're a coach, I, you know, I, maybe some coaches do. I never even heard the fans. Really? I, I never heard the fans. Now, as an assistant, I might a little bit, but as the head coach, I never even heard what they said. Uh, somebody would tell me what they said sometimes, but uh, which was always disappointing, but uh, um, but no, I, I never even heard it, so I, I'm surprised. And, and of course, the, you know, the, there is no excuse for this. And of course, we've seen precedent with that, right? With Bud Adams, uh, you know, flipping flipping some fans off and getting fined two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and that was and a long nothing. time ago. So that might, that might be worth two point five million today. Man, Coach Mack, do you know the Tennessee Oilers played in the Liberty Bowl? No way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> the fact that you didn't know that is just disgusting it really is i'm just uh, you know I, I disappoint you guys all the time I'm, we're lucky to have I coach, Mac coach max here we got into a, a bit of a tiff before the show <laughs> not tiff. really I, we tried to get that way every every show uh coach max said he thought the the titans and tennessee oilers played in the liberty bowl i i gave him a look like are you sure are you I, sure about I, that I, I know that look no he gave me the look you're wrong like are that you was sure? that that yeah. was what that look was. Uh, I googled it up. They did play in the Liberty Bowl one year. Mac also said they wouldn't have played in Vanderbilt Rinky Dink Stadium. He was wrong. They played there one year. 
You're really stretching it to try to make yourself look good. I am not. I'm trying to make you look bad. <laughs> Did you not say that? I could do that on my own. Run yeah, the tape yeah. back. We don't have the tape. The, the initial discussion was whether the Titans, when they first moved, played in Memphis. And you were 100% correct. Wow. You are 100% hey, correct. Can we get a tape of this? <laughs> we're not recording this either. <laughs> Let's check in with the chat gang real quick before we move on. Uh, Calzone says Happy New Year. Whatever happened to Calzones, the restaurant Calzones? Oh, here in town? Yeah. I don't know. It was actually pretty good. It was different. Yeah. Something different. All Calzones? All the time? Yeah. Uh, great question, Coach. Maybe we could start it back. <laughs> if you were to open up a restaurant, what what would you serve? What would be the specialty? Oh, it would be a dive. It would be a, a dive. dive bar. Oh, gosh. Yeah, not a dive bar. There wouldn't be a bar to it. We're, we're just diving. We're so, just, like a, what's that mean? A diner type thing? Oh, yeah. yeah. Diner type. Diner type for sure. Chandler loves a patty melt. Would you have a patty melt? Sure. Oh, we could even sweet. name it after Sean. Would you have <laughs> Would you have breakfast, lunch, and dinner? <laughs> just like the, the politician in New York. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Not hungry? Doesn't matter. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Brandon says, so glad Michigan won yesterday. they winning it all. You, hmm. you know how hated you have to be to make Harbaugh the good guy? Oh, he's portrayed himself as the good guy and the American hero the entire time. I understand the that. Victim. But, but we have turned a bunch of cheaters into the good guy. That's how bad Alabama is hated. I was pulling for Bama Lama yesterday, so I was so not was happy I. Michigan won. Uh, Perry says, Happy New Year to Pirate Nation. Uh, Jamie says, Tuesday is a great day to start for the show. Great guest always on Tuesday. Uh, that is no different today, Jamie, because we do have John David Baker, Mully, Bryce Williams joining us along with Mac McCarthy. Tyler says, finally, I was starting to Jones for some PRL. Happy New Year. Uh, Mike P says, Happy New Year. Uh, let's see. Steve Hill says Happy New Year. Chad says Happy New Year. Luke says I have missed this show. Nice. Well, that's nice to hear, Luke. I missed. Uh, We've got all our relatives ch- chiming in. Tyler said uh, Sean's story was rough to start the year. He ex- <laughs> <laughs> he expects more from the new fifth quarter host. <laughs> Look, I I thought I had a good opportunity to tell a story, and you know, you whenever you start a story, and you're going, oh no, this is not good. <laughs> That's what happened right there. <laughs> About halfway through it, I was like, I shouldn't be telling this story. There's nothing oh to it. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Tyler says Sean, Sean's shirt is wild. He's watching on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's not the first time that's happened. Yeah. Ch- Chandler likes to go with the stripes, and they kind of give waves on the, the video stream. This is uh, from Santa Claus, by the way. And it's uh, Chandler is a trendy guy. He likes to stay with the times. So what kind of shirt is that? It's a rowback okay so i see a lot of people wear them um i mean they're just they're very popular it's a trend i feel like and popular I hopped, and i hopped on it so i asked santa claus for a couple of polos and he brought them so do you think you're late to the trend or are you on at the right time i'm late okay it, and you got some trendy shoes too yeah Ariots, i think they're called so are they like bruno marks no they're not okay and i still have the bruno marks by the way those are good that was a good story coach gosh can we tell that story oh, again? Sure. Was- Absolutely. So I come in here. It was, it was for a wedding. <laughs> and we get the shoes. And um, I, I bring them in here. And I put them on. And I'm like walking around, strutting my stuff. And I'm like. Looking good. I'm like. Feeling good. Hey, Clipper. What do you think about these? What do you think about these little ditties on my feet? 
and he goes man those are nice man and i was like yeah i got a wedding coming up this weekend they were a gift from the group it, it was the gift from the groom he got everybody these shoes and i was like man dude you didn't have to do that these these are expensive shoes these are some good looking shoes he said what are they and i said well they're bruno marks he looks them up <laughs> first thing that comes up is them for like 10 bucks at walmart <laughs> <laughs> Which is a shame because you felt so good beforehand. Oh man, and I was like, "Gosh, man!" And then you should stu- still feel good no matter how much they are, or where right. they come from. It's you a know? gift, you know. It's, it's a gift, and I felt very special. <laughs> but I thought that I had gotten some very expensive <laughs> shoes, and when I found out that if Clip wanted to get them and have them at his house, probably by you know in two days, it kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. Uh, Jack, Kenny, and Johnny on Facebook all saying Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you guys. Great to have you back here on Pirate Radio Live. Um, This is a chat we have with Mully every year that we'll bring up. I'll ask Coach Mac. Uh, Mac, how long is it acceptable to tell people Happy New Year? I think by the if – we, if we're doing it this weekend, I think we're wrong. What if you – You have to see – if you haven't seen the person since the new year. Now, what if you're on the road calling a game with your broadcast partner you hadn't seen since December, and this is January 14th, and he says, oh, good to see you, Mac. Happy New Year. I guess. Oh. <laughs> I don't – I'm, I'm for a shorter period of time myself, but – All right. You're not going to put up a fight, are you? No, not at all. You're not going to say, take that back. No, no, no. <laughs> Never say that what, again. What did you just say to me? All right. Fair enough. Uh, Tyler said, did ECU put up more passing yards against Michigan than Alabama? Well, I guess I'll have to Google that up. Coach, uh, what did you think of the games last night? Well, I'm glad they were competitive. We haven't had a ton of uh, semifinals that were competitive. Uh, the last one I can really remember was the last time uh, one was in the Rose Bowl with Georgia and Oklahoma, where I think that, that went to overtime or, or went down to the last play. I think it was overtime. But uh, we haven't had many competitive semifinal games. So I was glad we had competitive semifinal games. And I'll, I'll be honest with you now, and, and I, I worked in the SEC, loved the sec but but my sec fatigue is real and and i was i was extremely pleased last night and it even made me slightly pull for harbaugh who i i can't even believe i'm saying that out loud but i am very happy that we don't have an sec team or a future sec team in the championship game as i was writing down some notes today and wrote michigan versus washington next monday it is strange to look at it with no sec in the championship, just the second time in the last eighteen years it's happened. Wow, um, you know, which is which is pretty amazing in itself. And um, and and you know who's you know who is extremely ecstatic about this final is Fox. Of course, once Michigan won, Fox is going to own either either Michigan versus Texas week two next year, or. Michigan at Washington on October the eighth next year. They were going to have they were going to have the championship rematch no matter what. Um, I tell you who else is feeling pretty good about the Big Ten uh, since you got two Big Ten, one present Big Ten, one future Big Ten team playing for the championship is uh, is CBS Sports. You know there was a lot of melancholy over them leaving the SEC, but I tell you what they they're probably feeling pretty good about things right now because of the Big Ten. Yes. Well, I guess with the influx of some of those, I just, the Big Ten's still boring to me outside of Michigan, Ohio State. I think when you add Washington and now Oregon and USC and UCLA, yeah. I think you add a little pizzazz there. 
uh you said the second time in 18 years that had no sec i was trying to think was it texas and usc i guess yeah i guess that's the one that came to my mind yeah Yeah, i guess it was uh to answer the question from tyler did ecu put up more passing yards against michigan than alabama that answer is absolutely yes they did wow uh east carolina had 132 passing yards in the loss to the wolverines and y'all criticize those guys all year (laughs) what the hell shame on us uh jalen milrow 116 yards passing for alabama it was uh, hard to pass when you're on your butt that is true that was uh on his butt a lot that was pretty shocking left tackle for alabama was getting his butt handed to him the whole time well the center must have been watching that because he wasn't watching where he snapped the ball that man there was a lot of things that happened for both teams in those games that almost looked like it, it wasn't a well-played football, football game no, at was, all yeah. from the very beginning throwing an interception when you're trying to throw it out of bounds and then it got worse from there shortly after that you had what you have a muff punt yeah well you had three sacks <laughs> and then you had a muff punt yeah. I mean, it was it was just ugly football very um we also saw washington continue to just win 37 31 you've, you've been on that wagon i've been picking against them wagon yeah you've been on that wagon and uh picked against them again last night michael Penix, 430 yards two touchdowns and the most accurate passer i can recall seeing that's it like downfield balls darts at a board it's unbelievable what he does yeah and they it's kind of shame on washington for letting texas have a chance there at the end it felt like they controlled that game it, it would it would go touchdown Washington, touchdown Texas for a while. They were able to take a, a two-score lead and were in control and just could not put them away. Well, Texas is pretty talented. That's that's not a, that's not a bad group. Uh, you know, that, that was going to be a high-wire act no matter what. But, uh, but yeah, Washington. And how about DeBoer? You know, he goes from, you know, NAIA uh, to – you know, and then he's at uh, the coordinator. Then he's at Fresno. Then he's at Washington, and well, you know, it's amazing. And of course, Sarkeesian kind of takes credit for both things because he got Washington, but you know, turned around in the right direction. He didn't win at this level, but but he took a team that was like I think they were zero and twelve or one and eleven or something, and turned them around and started going to bowl games before he he left there to go to USC. You have been critical of Washington's defense, so is this? Uh... A, at least a decent matchup for him. Michigan's not the most high-flying offense in the world. They like to kind of pound you. Yeah, you know, there have been a bunch of people that have been on this Washington bandwagon, and all the things they said about him are true. You know, the offensive line doing a good job, and, of course, Penix uh, being so accurate, and uh, they got the running game going late in the season, and the, the, defense is, the defense hasn't been good overall, but they've been good when they needed to be and good in the red zone. Do you give them a shot? Sure, you got, if, I think you got Penix. You got to if you can keep Penix standing up. I think you got a shot. What's the line? Five. five. Started at five. I don't know where it's gone. Uh, let's see, four and a half. Yeah, yeah. so a little bit on Washington side. Um, yeah, I, I don't. Am I excited? I hope so. Are you excited? No, but it's on. So well, I'll then how am I going to be excited yeah. if you're not excited? Yeah. Uh, well, what would you make know, you excited? I'm, I'm excited that there's not an SEC team that's going to win it. I, that, that excites me. All right. Well, that's good. So what matchup would, would have you ready to watch it right now? 
I wanted an Alabama Texas rematch from earlier this year. Yeah, I mean that's I, what I want. I think everybody kind of assumed that that's what the television folks wanted. But uh, but again, a non-SEC championship game, I'm I'm all for it. Um, is everybody rooting? Are you rooting for Harbaugh? Oh no! Okay, you were just oh. rooting for him to beat Alabama. Yeah, that's all. I'm not. That's as far as we're I'm all going. on Washington, right? We're that's all the first time I've ever rooted for Harbaugh, ever. But now, if he's going to be the Carolina Panthers coach, he better be bringing a national championship with him. Just go ahead and do it. <laughs> so if he, he doesn't win, you don't want him. He, don't want him. He'd fit he's right in with Tepper. He'd fit right in with Tepper. Yeah, really. Uh, Brandon said Liberty getting blown out by Oregon shocked me. Shocked? Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> what was shocking about that? Liberty played the worst schedule in America. Uh, the worst schedule in Division One football. As soon as Bo Nix said, I'm playing, and they had their guys, that was a foregone conclusion. No, but, not even then. Yeah. When the game was scheduled, when it flashed up on the board, that was the turning point. Brandon is easily surprised. Uh, let's take a break. Let's see. Was it Jamie that asked uh, or Steve? Steve said, what was the favorite gift you got for Christmas? We'll, uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, Shirley's got something new. I didn't even mention it to you, Shirley. Yeah. That I is got a, something new. It's nice. Yeah, that's a sexy set of wheels you got there. Yeah, that's uh, Merry Christmas to me. Wow. I bought a little Christmas present for myself. Oh, Big Bird in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to miss that Kia Soul, though. Yeah, I, I'm going to miss it, too. But, Shirley you know. sold her soul. Yep. Jeep gang. Jeep gang. I have joined the Jeep gang. Got you the ducks? Got some ducks already? No, not yet. Not yet. I have not been ducked. Chandler, yet. you're not in the Jeep gang. Oh, not anymore. I am. Well, no, you aren't. I will be hopefully this week. Okay. All right. Oh. It's new car week. Coach. Now, I can tell you right now, Dang. it's not Can't as wait not, to see what I get. It's not as nice as hers, but. Shirley's is sharp. Yeah, like mine's, mine's pretty nice. sharp. Uh, all right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, we'll talk more with Mac McCarthy. If you got a question, comment, you can get it in. YouTube, Facebook, we roll on Pirate Radio Live. Great to be back with you, back with you after these words. Can you relate to a sister dope enough to make you holler and scream? Yo, I'ma take it from here, queen. Yeah, it's even better. I think I'm about to, to get into precisely what I am about to do. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go is down on Main Street. Down on Main Street's famous weekday lunch specials are only $7.99. You can stop by for the house salad with grilled chicken the half club sandwich with chips or everyone's favorite the fried shrimp plate after work down on main street is the perfect spot for dinner and drinks on the patio join down on main every wednesday for half price wings from four to close down on main street on main street a historic downtown washington now let's head back in to prl here's clip all right back with you pirate radio live here on a tuesday first show of the year has anybody had to write or type the year yet and got it wrong? Not yet. I have not been in that position yet. So I'm interested to see when it happens. Like when I maybe save a file, Shirley, and we save it by the date and the year. Mm-hmm. Will I put in the correct date? 
The question is, is not, will you put it in? <laughs> it's how long will it take before you make that mistake? Yeah. I, I, because it's going to happen. It's just a matter of how long is it going to take you for to, to for it to happen? 2024. Do you ever think you'd make it to 2024? I can say honestly, hell no. I, you all are too young to do that. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I, I, I really, honestly, everything past the age of 38 has been a shock to me. Hmm. Okay, I remember fair. Conan O'Brien used to do in the year 2000. The old uh, and, uh, the old expression about if I had known I was going to last this long, I'd have taken better care of myself. That totally applies. Of course. Mm. Yeah, think about that uh, quite a bit. <laughs> All right, Coach, um, I I told you, I don't know, I guess I'll tell. I don't know if it's, a, it's probably not a good story. I'm not a good storyteller. But I do have a drive through story. But oh yes, tell me yes. You were supposed oh, to. I was do tell. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not that interesting. The, but. the picture I sent you and Shirley was pretty good. Yeah. Hey, where am I at? You're not important you, you didn't enough. Give I me guess. your phone number. Oh. <laughs> Sean, you did, but it started with eight eight eight, and I had, <laughs> and you haven't answered yet. <laughs> it said for a good time call, and Mac was like, "No, thank you." All right, so I go to an establishment that is it's always busy. Uh, it has two lanes, the drive-through. Okay, know which one. Yeah. And um, I, I go there quite often because my my girls love it, and uh, had to go get them some uh, some breakfast from there. They have a unique breakfast item that other places don't have that they enjoy. Uh, so this is in the morning, and I pull up, and you have your your rules, your commandments commandments yes. their drive-through commandments and and one of those is repeated pull up damn it pull up damn it damn it you gotta <laughs> can't forget damn it now in this particular place sometimes they have a guy out there telling you to pull up yes. come on they have a traffic control guy out there because yes. it's uh it's so busy so packed and they keep it going pretty smooth well this this particular day they did not but i'm a pull-up guy um coach mac has drilled that into me as well thank you to be a pull-up guy well i noticed the guy in front of me starts uh putting it in reverse whoa whoa what's this guy doing and i look back behind me nobody's back there so i put it in reverse a little bit and i've got my window down i'm listening to a podcast and i hear the guy in front of me say something and I'm kind of half paying attention, and I'm kind of looking to see who he's talking to. And he keeps saying something, and then finally I realize he's talking to me. And he says, and I finally hear what he's saying. He said, are you in a hurry? And I said, huh, a couple times. And then finally I figured out what he was saying, and I said, no, I'm good. And I, I think at that point he said, no, you ain't, and rolled up the window. Oh, you were getting a little too close, huh? I didn't think so, but I, oh, I was, it was a jab. I was far enough away for him to go in reverse and not hit me. But he was. But in in return, he's asking you if you were in a hurry because he apparently was all up. He on. thinks I'm. I was tailgate. Can you tailgate in the drive-through? The you pull up, damn it, means pull up, damn it. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. We got to give folks room. Um, it's so. not. It's not your fault. He slapped the sucker in reverse. Well, he did that, I guess, to say As like a warning, back yeah. up off me. Yeah. We're in the drive-through. <laughs> like, what do we? I, I, 
I, I, I still don't think I was in the wrong in that situation. No, you I weren't. put it in reverse to see on the camera how far away you were. But you know that objects appear closer than they are in reality. <laughs> the bottom, I've, I've read that on my mirror. Yeah. The bottom line is I, I'm not tailgating anyone in the drive-thru. I'm just oh, I would have loved for ask, somebody to ask me if I was in a hurry. I'd be like, yeah, pull up, damn it. Yeah, so uh, there was a, a road rage incident in the, uh, but it, it never amazing. never went anywhere from there. That's amazing. You never who was in that other car now. I'd be careful. Yeah, well, I mean, I wasn't going to escalate it at the all. The picture that I sent you in Shirley, it needs further explanation, though, because I sent you the picture, and the guy had a construction trailer pulling behind his pickup. Oh, no. And he's in the drive Oh, I hate those. Oh, but this this got better. As he went to pull forward, he realized the trailer was not going to fit under that little mm. rain oh, roof. Oh, no. So he has to swing wide, and then he comes in at a 45 trying to get the truck to the drive through window, and he can't do it. So he's got to get wait, out wait, of wait. his car. Shirley, are you familiar with Co- what Coach Mack's talking about? Yes, I am familiar. No, with the picture that he sent. Oh, I don't think you are, because I think you texted someone other than Shirley, Coach. Uh, yeah, no. Because there was a no. <laughs> this is oh no, not no. Oh, it may be at a, a, a only know one other Shirley. Wait, did you? She, she did doesn't you even te- know how to text. So did you text this or did yes, you? Send yes, it? text. Oh, because there was uh, the me and it. a number that's not in my phone. Oh, <laughs> it's a different Shirley. Hello. <laughs> so Who you text the coach? Now I uh, know. Yeah. I, it was yeah so i don't know who you what uh, number that okay, is so but. i hate to tell you coach i did not get that yeah, picture that's too funny. i am envisioning what you are telling the as you're telling the story i'm envisioning it because it has happened and not necessarily in that fashion but i have had construction trailers go through drive-throughs we can add that to the commandments of drive-through so what, what did this guy have to do he pulled in. He swung wide and pulled the truck in toward the window, thinking he could get to the drive-through window and not and bring the construction thing in yeah. there. But he couldn't. He had to get out to get his food, mm. which made it even funnier and made me madder. <laughs> he broke like eight commandments there. And, and since I mean, he might uh-uh. he, you might as well have come down off the mountain and thrown them on the ground and just shattered. <laughs> that that's just wrong. <laughs> and I know we're way off sports, but since we're talking about drive-throughs. Bojangles is a sponsor of another show that I do on on TV, uh, games that I do. So we have decided, and if this team that I'm covering scores 75 points, everybody in the building gets a free biscuit, Hmm. okay? Which is a nice promotion. So we have gone to this. We have gone to when you get within 10 points of that number, 75, it's a it's a bow time warning. Watch, and then when you get within five, it's a bow warning. Bow warning. So we have added this to our broadcasts, and I think the Bojangles people probably appreciate. Oh, that. you came up with that on your own? Oh yeah, now, we this just was did it not on our like own. from the market. No, people. we just did it on our own because we were excited about the biscuit too. I like that. That's good. That's stuff. a great touch. And uh, it's creative. Always bow time. Uh, Jamie says, "Was that guy in the drive through big, or did he like he had a gun?" Always the first two things I ask myself in those situations. Good question, Jamie. I, I mean, I couldn't really tell either. Um, but again, like I wasn't going to make it a huge deal. I just told the guy I was good. Didn't matter whether you made it a big deal. It mattered whether he made it a big deal. <laughs> he definitely made it a bigger deal than it did. Did he look mad? Did he look like he was asking in a mad Again, way? he's in front of me. I can't really see him. I can just hear him. Right. And I can kind of see him looking out the window. 
I mean, yeah, he was he was upset at something. You in a hurry? I think it was one of them things where, <laughs> you know, you're upset at something else and you take it out on somebody. There's no way he could have been that mad at me for just being in a drive-thru. And, and, yeah, and you probably, know the commandments. He does I'm not going to change my drive-thru etiquette either. Well, I'm going to pull up. Damn it's, it. it's possible it. he was having a bad day, but right. that doesn't mean that he has to ignore the etiquette of drive-thru and or stick his head out and yell to one clip Brock, said, are you in a hurry? Do you know Mac McCarthy? <laughs> <laughs> Mac! <laughs> you know, and, like the commandments, I, I don't know if we talked about this the last time and you went down your list of rules, but when you go to like a bar or a club or sometimes even a restaurant, they outside the door they have like a list of things that you cannot wear like a dress code yeah like do drive-through places need to start having max commandments oh we talked about that there needs to be signs posted, posted. on somewhere yeah and the very first one no should tractor be trailers pull up damn it yeah if your uh window is not operating correctly please walk inside that's leave it. the drive-through immediately that's it yeah pretty simple uh and Again, like I think about this stuff, like we we have rules and laws, but really it's up to us, the individual, and then society as a whole, to act right. Yeah, because at any point we could just fly off the handle. But these are common sense. These weren't these weren't you know enacted upon us. I could flip out right now and just hit all y'all with a chair. <laughs> <laughs> and like then what? but our ratings would go through the roof i'm not gonna do that because i have sense and i understand consequences and i like y'all a lot of reasons not to do that and you can't lift the chair (laughs) (laughs) again a lot of reasons all right um pirates in action tonight i saw somebody say uh, both teams in action tonight yes they are women are at home guys are on the road uh tyler said how about ecu basketball new year new outlook for the team Ugh. my outlook is grim right now for for men's hoops I, it's about the same as i thought I, I thought they'd win the other night but look they are going to lose a lot of road games in conference play they're going to win some home games they're going to pull an upset or two at home it's going to be the same thing we see every year with ecu basketball what was the record a year ago i should know this but i don't <sighs> A year I should ago? know it more than you, but I don't. You and Name Redacted did a bet, I think, and it was around 14, maybe 15. As far as wins? Yeah. Um, bad loss the other night to East Tennessee State. About as bad Awful. as it's. Uh, I remember seeing live, Chandler. That's the most upset I've seen Mike Schwartz probably since he's been here, too. I mean, you can tell that he was very frustrated and uh, was very short with his answers. As we know, Mike Schwartz really dives deep into – Every question we ask him and gives a really good answer and great respect. He was uh, I don't even know if he said that, but he um, yeah he was v- very frustrated with his team uh, on Friday night. Looks like they were nine and four non-con last year, finishing sixteen and seventeen overall. Seven and six non-conference this year. Seven and six and, and a lot of home games, right? Yeah, I mean you're. Did you only have one true road game? One George true road Mason? game, and then then Florida, which was really a road game too. Yeah, so you yeah, he, doesn't look great. But again, they're going to win some of these conference games. They'll beat Tulsa at home on Sunday. They'll lose tonight to FAU. They'll lose at Temple next Wednesday. We know what's going to happen. But you could beat Memphis at home, or yeah, they like could that. beat SMU at home. They could beat Memphis at home. They could beat some good teams at home. Wichita State at home. 
we don't get fau at home if we did we would beat them at home that's just how it's it like goes. You said, it's easy, like you said easy, earlier. Easy. Slow your roll. No, it's it's like you it's like you said earlier. Like you can look back for several years and you can look at the schedule, what we did that year, non con and, and conference, and go, We we lost to that team, but then we beat this team. Yeah. It happened. It's like it's like you said, it's just an every year thing. And so. basketball too, like I don't know. I guess all it's sports an every year thing way. everywhere. I mean Notre Dame got beat by at home. Notre Dame states. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute now. Notre Dame got beat at home on, by now. the Citadel, and the Citadel's leading scorer was a walk-on at Notre Dame for three years and scored 22 points against them. Oh, wow. They Revenge turned around me. and drilled UVA. <coughs> Just drilled Virginia. Well, I was about to say... maybe the best player in the league on their team, in uh, Reese Beekman. Unless you're the elite of the elite, I mean, you're going to have any kind of any given night. That somebody's going to be yeah, hot. That's kind of my point. There's yeah. going to be some ups and downs. You just got to have try to find out how to have more ups than downs. Yeah, and right now, uh, that is what we're trying to do. Uh, ECU at FAU tonight. Line is, what was it, like 17, something like that? It was 18 and a half earlier. Not, I mean, not uh, that Shirley was keeping up with that. No. <laughs> Lady of the lines, Shirley Rhodes. No, I don't do lines, but I just happened to see that this morning. 16 and a half. Uh, FAU, a favorite over uh, East Carolina. Be, tonight. Pirate fans betting that line down. Could be. Could very well be. And who do the women play tonight here at, at like six, right? Yeah, they play UTSA at six o'clock. Right. The Roadrunners. I'm going to say we win that game. What right. if we have a line on that? I don't see one. Do we uh, have do has anybody seen actually, an injury update yeah, on Micah Dennis? Because Micah Dennis went down, Sania Johnson hurt, and yeah. uh Jayla Herp out for the year. Injuries yeah. piling up for this East Carolina team. It didn't look good. I mean that it, as soon as Micah hit the floor the other night, I mean she was screaming in pain. And you can even see Kim McNeil behind her, and it's as if Kim knew Coach McNeil knew that Micah's season was probably over. Well, yeah, it was a non-contact injury. She was dribbling the ball at the court and just collapsed. And uh, so as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, no, that that does not look good at all. So, um, But I, did, I didn't see any update after the game, but I'm, I'm going to have to assume that she's going to be out for an extended period of time. East Carolina losing the number one South Carolina 73-36. to 36. And honestly, we're tough to cover. Honestly, uh, you know, I, I saw you guys courtside. Yeah, I, I saw you guys sporting the. We were down there. You had you had the sneakers on the floor on the court. Feet on wood. Feet on wood. Feet on wood. Um, I was about three rows up from behind the South Carolina bench, um, and uh, got some uh, really good pictures of uh, Don Staley. But uh, uh, that game, honestly, East Carolina could have made that game a lot closer. They had opportunities. They had missed layups. I mean, some really good shots that they took. They just wouldn't go in. So what are you saying? They should have lost by 28? Yes. <laughs> I mean, South Carolina, don't get me wrong. South Carolina's a very good ball Number team. Number 10 for them is insane. Is just, so tall. I know. And so it's, big. I mean, they've got some. I'm I mean, a big uh, Chloe Kitts fan. Well, I can the tell you this. Yeah. yeah. The, um, Chloe Kitts stand. I can say that uh, the parity in women's basketball, if you compare South Carolina to East Carolina, I mean, it's it's pretty wide, it's, it especially was, the caliber of play, players that South Carolina can get. And it was really cool seeing Don Staley in person. And I remember when I was in, you know, when I was in school, 
We never went to women's basketball games, mm-hmm. but we would make it a thing to go when UConn came to town, mm-hmm. just to see. Like I think Brittany Stewart was on those teams. And then How just, about Brianna Stewart? Brianna Stewart. Sorry, I went to school with Brittany Stewart, and then seeing Coach Gino was mm-hmm. always pretty cool. Have you seen them yet in person this year, South Carolina? Um, no, I've not. I have watched a couple games though, and uh, and of course the the big girl you're talking about, Cardoso, she started at Syracuse. She was a transfer to. Uh, from Syracuse, and of course, Syracuse is off to like eleven and one start, surprising everybody, and one and one at Notre Dame uh, the other night, whatever it's Sunday, Sunday afternoon, I guess. Mm-hmm. But no, I haven't, I haven't seen them in person, but I have watched them on tape, getting ready for other teams. And uh, when they make shots, they look unbeatable. And start, of course, they're, they're incredible defensively. To start the game, number five got hot, and then it kind of slowed down, and then down the stretch it seemed like she got back into her groove but they got some really good athletes on that basketball team well i did watch some of her post-game uh press conference uh dawn staley and she she did have a lot to uh to say as far as uh east carolina goes she said that defensively they can you know they confused the players quite a bit in the first uh portion of the game you know and she did admittedly say that you know they kind of got off to a rusty start as well but um but she also said that you know east carolina's got some power five players on that team and we're gonna come get them well let's hope not but uh but you know the the thing i like about don staley and and uh, of course a lot of people are paying a lot of attention because of the t-shirt she wore during the game which it says everybody watches women's sports um uh, you know my thing is is that she's bringing a lot of visibility to the game uh and bringing people to the game that may not normally come to a basketball game and it, like i said and i took a little short video at the very beginning of, you know before the game started i said i don't ever ever want to hear again that somebody says that women's sports don't draw fans because that place was packed uh on uh saturday afternoon oh i did want to tell this story i met a guy at the buck who was dre- that was dressed in south carolina gear and he's a season ticket holder for south carolina women's basketball knew everything about every player on that team was telling me some don staley stories and he also told me part of the success at south carolina and this is really you might have heard about this but <coughs> south carolina has a scout team they have a scout team that practices against them they're all guys yeah, all women's do. All women's teams do. And they're called the highlighters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah all women's. ECU has one. ECU yeah, all has women's a, all Really? Yeah, their practice squad is all Why do they all got a yeah. crap on John's story like that? Yeah. All women's well, teams. Well, I mean, have, you yeah. said you might not know this. He made it sound like. I love the setup. Get this, guys. You'll never believe what I'm about I to know. say. I know. Now I look like <laughs> an idiot. Coach Mack, you may but, have heard this. But let me tell you something. This guy was telling me this as if they, like, were the only ones that did it but they wear like highlighted shirts and practice again and they're called the highlighters yeah you you mentioned that <laughs> man yeah i might not tell another story all year i think pat summit actually started that uh but but every single women's team so they in the just country go, has that yeah. they go and find guys on campus yep. and say hey you want to practice against us yep well they, they advertise cool. it they advertise it say hey you know would you like to be part of the team and become part of the practice squad like and, an intramural yeah, team and it's kind of like a scout team they you they, know what i want to call it i, I wish i should have got this guy's number i want to call him and be like hey man just to let you know everybody does it <laughs> everybody does it oh he knew he, you you were gullible oh he got you yeah. oh goodness he i got, got you got good. man chandler's Dude. been waiting to tell that story i forgot about it 
we just got to talking to South Carolina women's basketball, and I was like, oh, I got a story to tell, baby. <laughs> My uh, courtside mate, John Santos, uh, pointed out that South Carolina's women's basketball team looked like a college football team with all of the coaches they had on the bench. They, they got they, some folks. Yeah, oh, yeah, they had quite a few assistant coaches. I was like, good Lord. I was like, one, two, three, four, five. I was like, they got half a team sitting right there. No limit to what you can have over there, and of course the, they expanded the they expanded the staff literally from three to five on the from folks that can be on the floor right now. Kendall says, "Chon, our practice squad sits on the bench at home games." Really? Yeah, that's uh, according to Kendall. Now you may not know this, Chandler, but everybody does that too. Yeah. Tyler, well, I want to tell that guy. <laughs> Tyler said, ECU women's post on their social media about needing guys for a scrimmage team. I'm going to go out there. You ain't going to do nothing. Long Last snapper. time I played b- basketball with a girl, she crossed me up and I broke my arm. Tyler said, Chon, 0 for 2 on stories. Is there a reliever y'all can call in? Maybe Wes? Wes. <laughs> get, get, bring in the big shot. Um, <laughs> we only have two hours for, <laughs> for a show, so I don't think we have enough time for Wes. All right, uh, let's take a break. We'll come back more with Mac as we wrap up hour number one. We got the Mully Man coming up hour two. We got Bryce Williams and John David Baker, new ECU offensive coordinator, joining us here on a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We are back with you after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Our first stat to consider in 2024 comes courtesy of Johnny Stats. Stats to consider. Johnny Robertson says Ezra is the only player in Division I that has attempted more free throws than field goals. Now, again, I just read Johnny Stats' stats and don't research them. Can you read it again? He said, Ezra Asar is the only player in Division One that has attempted more free throws than field goals. Do you b- believe that to be true? 93 to 88. I've never seen that, but certainly possible. Okay. Um, he gets to the line, that's for sure. And unfortunately, still struggling to knock him down. Let me see what he is for the year. What's up, big dog? I have a stat to consider, Clip. Okay. The stats to consider. I was in two fantasy leagues. <laughs> okay, this year. We're, yeah, we're gonna get to this. How many titles did I bring home, Clip? Glenn Griffin was in two fantasy leagues this year. I was in three. Two's a pretty good number. And if you just win one, you're feeling pretty good about yourselves. If you win the best ball league where you did not know the rules of best ball, and before, you complained about it constantly, <laughs> that's true. 
where you did not know the rules of the draft and you didn't have that great of a year, but you got hot at the right time. Can I just answer the question? You got two titles, boss. Two titles in two leagues, ligs. One for each shoulder. For the big dog. That's it. Is that how you're going to do it? Did you win the third league? No. I won't end that league this coming year then. (laughs) I want all of them. I lost in the semis. I want all the leagues that you're in. I want all the titles. I want all the belts. You want to expand that trophy case. I know. I'm getting like saving over here. Uh, congratulations winner of the sports bar league winner of our kind of experimental best ball league as well i like best ball though oh well, yeah that, you just won the I damn know. league you hated it the entire year and now you like I, it i love it funny how that works i'm gonna out, right? tell you what i do love the most though about all this is that i vanquished our veteran our pool of knowledge that we pull from for fantasy football cw oh yeah yeah our guy comes on during the summer to talk fantasy with I us i was every loss of his in those leagues during the regular season his only losses were to me and then i beat wow. him in the playoffs that, i was that boy's kryptonite what about Goodness. a story uh congratulations glenn on i just i just wanted to throw it up one time for yeah. that. I, I had to bring it to the it's, show it's hey. always good when you beat the experts yeah hey, I, I felt yeah. vindicated yeah cw likes to make up a lot of rules or likes to keep up with the rules and throw them into the group chat when i'm trying to take advantage of a situation when i might be trying to cheat <laughs> and so it upsets me that he's a snitch and so glenn he, is kind of the hardball of our league <laughs> and, and the and, old khaki pants and it shows that <laughs> cheaters always win <laughs> and much the, like hardball i came out on top you're baby. the winner i've got a cousin who likes to do the march madness brackets against me and he wins every time he thinks it's the greatest thing ever because you're the quote-unquote <laughs> basketball expert yeah exactly yeah. i mean our bracket in here typically it is not an expert that wins it well i've won twice the last few years so I you would have like two back-to-backs no two in the last three i believe or two in the last four mm. when did virginia win i had that one and then i won last year so maybe two out of the last four something all right, like that all right um now, am I an expert? Some say yes, some say no. I, that's not for me to say. I say you're an expert. Thank you. Ezra's are, by the way, shooting 64%. We should do an NFL bracket. Let's do it. Upset. Let's get it happening. Glenn's like red hot, so he's ready to get in. <laughs> I'm ready to lose to literally all the monies that I have won. Coach Mack, we don't talk NFL with you. But I will ask you, who uh, would you pick to win the Super Bowl at this point? Do you know enough about it to give us a prediction? How about I just make everybody mad? <coughs> and say the Cowboys? Yes. Any reason other than just no. making us mad? No, I want to make me door happy. Fine. Uh, if they beat how the b- Commanders, they will host a playoff game. How about that the other night? What do you mean, if they beat the Commanders? If. There's always a chance, Coach. Have you watched the Commanders? Not really. I have really... Uh, checked out. Yeah, I have majorly checked out from watching Washington. Uh, but right now, Baltimore and San Fran, they're going to be your one seeds. Harbaugh? Could, could it be a Harbaugh sweep? Oh, my oh goodness. Oh, my goodness, Coach. I hadn't even we thought could, about we it. We couldn't even stand that, could we? <laughs> I hadn't even thought about it. Two pairs of golden ca- of khakis. Oh, my gosh. I hadn't even thought about it in a world where the hardballs reign and if they do that do you put both of their pairs of khakis from those games in canton got to and he didn't have the he had the he had the blue khakis on last night 
Did he, what, he didn't Jim? have the regular khakis. Oh, he didn't have the no. regular. No. no. He went blue on no. blue? He went blue on blue. Wow. He went blue on blue. And, and of course, he, uh, he he never goes pleated, which, you know, that that's a whole other subject. Uh, Mac, we are about out of time. Did we not hit in on anything you wanted to hit on today? We, well, we could have talked about sports, but we will next week. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, we'll get your championship prediction next Monday. What games you got this week? Uh, I only got one this week, a radio game, Virginia Tech at Wake Forest Women. Uh, exciting as we get into conference play. So I was looking at the schedule today along with ECU, FAU. You got a lot of... Uh, conference matchups in basketball. I think I saw North Carolina at Pitt, I believe. Duke and Cuse. Is that tonight as well? Yes, um, it is. Yeah. Yep. Let's see. Duke, Duke a double-digit double favorite. I'm going to put Purdue on upset watch as they are at Maryland. Uh, let's see. Yeah, North Carolina at Pitt. Iowa at Wisconsin. Uh, Syracuse at Duke, along with some other action tonight on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. Fun time of the year conference games coach mac thanks for hanging out man thank you guys that was fun a lot of laughing merry new year (laughs) merry new year pull up damon uh we'll take a break come back when we return uh we'll talk some nfl uh and also coming up hour two the mully man more with you in the chat game and uh coming up hour three bryce williams and john david baker we are rocking and rolling here on a tuesday edition of pirate radio live and we're back with you after this Yeah, back in 1991, I was sitting in my room and I wrote this song. Don't try to compare us to another bad little fad. I'm the Mac in a bag, give you something that you never had. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Carolina Caliber, Eastern North Carolina's premier outdoor shooting sports store for over 60 years. Visit carolinacalibercompany.com to shop today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor Program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs, and you can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month, and you can make a one-time donation, and GUC will match all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor Program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, back with you, Shirley Rhodes. Sean and the crew here. We got donuts. Courtesy yes. of Kenny Curlings. Thank you, do, Kenny. Just do you remember that uh, bet that Kenny oh, and I had? Yeah, Cowboys right. would beat the Dolphins, so we yeah. bet a dozen donuts. Like and Christmas Eve. Yep, and my Dolphins beat the Cowboys, so Kenny honored his uh, his end of the bargain and brought us donuts. We have Creamfield and your standard, so awesome feel free to grab one i should have done that during the break i will do that at the next break um shirley's dolphins in a winner take all for the afc east coming up sunday night football right here on pirate radio and i am not looking forward to that game because we are just have been decimated by injuries uh we lost bradley uh, bradley chubb oh no um no it's not yeah it is 
Bradley yeah, Chubb. Yeah, he lost Bradley I, Chubb. Yeah, we, Not we lost. Nick. Yeah, I was thinking. He's I was in like, Cleveland. well, he said, "Oh no," and I was like, "Please tell me I didn't screw that one up again." Why did you um, say, "Oh no"? I'm a Bradley Chubb fan. Why? I just You're a I, big state guy. I, I, I like I like this Wolfpack play. Chan over Let's there. Let's go down, I, I Tony. Like What's going on here, Tony? I just I oh. like Bradley Chubb. Wait, are you? Is this more a more hints that you might be leaving us for Raleigh? Is it possible that, that you're getting ready Look, to jump I mean, through the transfer the portal? The chat gang hear what I just heard? <laughs> I, I just like Bradley Chubb. Okay, big Bradley Chubb. And, I, and I hate to hear that he's hurt. I, Why I are hate you to so hear that, rosy-cheeked right now? I hate to hear that people that I like, when they get hurt, I get upset. Were you anyway. a uh, Tory Holt fan? Before my time. Oh, okay. How about... I was uh, a Scott Wood fan. Wow. Are you a state guy? I didn't say that. I just like these people. That all went to NC State. There's a lot of state fans down around his way. <sighs> Look, half my family's state. And I, I remember what watching... What half phone are you on? I'm part side, of course. Okay. I'm not going anywhere. But but, but I hate to I hate to hear that about Bradley Chubb. It might Chubb. not be yeah. your decision to go I, somewhere. I, I hate to hear that about Bradley Chubb. We know that. I mean, I, I, I'm a I big fan of Bradley Chubb. <laughs> I, and I wish Scott Wood still played basketball. You're kind of gross. Scott Wood. You're grossing me out right now. Sorry. You're pissing off a lot of people, too. Is there anybody else hurt? Jalen uh, Waddles hurt. Oh, Jalen no. Waddles hurt. Uh, <laughs> his last name is Howard. I can't remember what his first Z- name is. Xavier Howard. Xavier, Xavier Howard is Big out. Fan. Pretty sure it's Xavier. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, so we, we are just kind of limping into the playoffs. So. It was fun while it lasted. I'm not holding my breath, but you know, if we could pull off a miracle on a Sunday, that'd be great. I would take it, but I'm not holding my breath on this one. Jamie says Chan's getting a new car from State. Tyler said the portal opens back up tomorrow. Is Chan trying to tell us something? I didn't even know the portal was opening and back up tomorrow. See, I didn't even know that. Sure, he ain't getting a new car. Oh, that's I, what somebody he would say that they somebody's going into the portal. They exactly. would say that. Oh, I wasn't even aware of that. I don't oh, even know. I don't know thing. how many times I'm going to tell you I am not going to be the Alabama coach. Randolph says, "What's up, y'all? What's Happy up, New Randolph? Year! Good to see y'all back in the saddle. Good I to hear seen from Randolph you." Randolph in a while. Uh, Chan, sorry, Jamie said Chan and Pamela from the treasure chest starting to see a pattern here. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got to get rid of all this state stuff going on around here. It's I didn't mention gross. anything about state. I just was upset to hear about Bradley Chubb. You mentioned that you like Scott Wood. That was out of nowhere. Nobody's talking about Scott Wood. Even Scott Wood's mama don't like him. <laughs> well, that's why I like him, because I feel bad that his mama doesn't even like him. Uh, you are a big Trey Turner fan, aren't you? Uh, yes. He's a national. He was a national. He was a Washington national. This is disgusting. Kenny says, Cliff, y'all have a mole at Pirate Radio. Kendall said, Sean is having an identity crisis. Everything okay, Sean? Can we talk about food for a moment? Sure. All right. So I'm going to tell y'all what I did. So after, wait a minute. What day am I on? It is Tuesday. So after our courtside, thank you for inviting me to sit courtside with you. No problem. Appreciate it. I went to the grocery. I had a craving. I ate like cravings at night. And I, I wish I didn't because I have to wait till the next day to fulfill those cravings. But I wanted some shrimp tacos, and I wanted them to taste like they do, you know, at Chico's. Mm-hmm. And I didn't fry them, but 
i got <laughs> the special sauce and everything and all the all the goodie and i made shrimp tacos well then i had a lot of taco stuff left over and ate all my shrimps so then i got ground beef so what do you do then so i had sunday sunday i had shrimp taco leftovers sunday night i had ground beef tacos monday i had something i hadn't had since i was a kid because i had leftover ground beef i turned that into sloppy joes whoa what a twist and people forget how good sloppy Man. joes are oh, this time of year oh they, they, this gracious. time of year they that that's a, that that's a, that's a certified hit i had leftover green onions that i put on my tacos and i put that in the sloppy joes and it was i was gonna ask was the beef spiced with the taco seasoning no because that would be an interesting qu- twist if you did taco flavored yeah manwich so good sloppy idea. Joe's. while i was home for christmas i told my dad something that i that um my parents would cook when i was younger was stew beef and rice mm. so i had them make that next time i'm home something else my mom used to make when i was a kid sloppy joe's i'm having her make me some sloppy joe's sloppy joe's folks sloppy joe slop sloppy joe yeah. don't sleep on sloppy joe's and you know what my new craving is that i might i hadn't had this i, I think i'm going back to like nostalgia hamburger help going through a- no um that's good too but that's a good idea but uh breakfast for dinner uh french toast Ooh. let me tell you what i i have not done this yet but i saw a a video over over the the break of a person that took nice long slabs of thick bacon and they put it through the pancake mix and then fried the entire strip so you had a pancake with bacon, bacon. inside of like it. A, in it. Oh, like a pancake they, wrap bacon. And then they dusted it with the uh, sugar <coughs> that you would put on French toast. Wow. Interesting. Because I was wondering what kind of meat I want with my French toast, sausage or bacon. It gives you everything. Yeah. And my favorite French toast is uh, Hawaiian rolls. It makes amazing French toast. Interesting. I've never made it before. I've haven't had it in a very very long time so i'm uh i might give that a go tonight my mom and i like bre- i like breakfast roll. for dinner man where's mark alexander we need a food segment sponsored i know because i like talking food i do too i feel like this and happens like- every time around this year on the program because we've experienced so much good food over the holidays right that it, we just wanted to keep going yeah you know it it when you see the last of the baked goods go out of the house, it's a sad day. Hmm. It's a sad day over the holidays. When you know that it's over, the last cookie, sad times. Last hmm. sausage ball. Did y'all do the... I uh, ate the last sausage ball out of two batches. <laughs> did y'all do the black eyed peas and collards and stuff? I did. Black eyed peas, yes. I did too. Yep. They were options at my parents, but I Do y'all doctor it up? I don't like black eyed peas. What did you do with them? Define daughter and up. Diced onions and and um, like jalapenos. They don't have much of a yeah, taste. Some folks like. Um, I have to do that because I can't eat them just. Plain. I don't like the texture either. Right, it's kind of gross. But the diced onions and diced jalapenos really. Yeah. It, it made it good. Frijoles. Huh? Frijoles. Frijoles. Uh, Newton said hash brown waffles with sausage. Okay. 
jamie said sean we do egg sausage casserole christmas morning i love a good breakfast casserole i hadn't had one of those in a while you know what our good friend uh wes has for breakfast possum uh possum surely's not, not listening i'm listening i requested the breakfast drop from uh from, oh from god Wes. yeah i didn't do that sorry <laughs> Oh, 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 I see where you're going. Does he eat it at a cemetery? Three eggs. <laughs> now, that's different. Extra crispy oh, bacon. Extra crispy. Extra crispy bacon. Spicy. 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 <laughs> Jamie said monkey bread. Oh, man, we have it every year. Monkey bread? Yes, my grandma makes it. It's so good. I'm not really uh, familiar with monkey bread. It's like the tear apart cinnamon type bread, right? Yeah, it's almost like a cinnamon roll. Right. Or Absolutely. like a honey bun. It's like, like that a, kind of in texture. A, in a pound cake form. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Why am I talking about this during the NFL segment? Because if you look at the ESPN power rankings, Chandler's team is the worst in the NFL. My team is next to last. Just another wasted year. Congrats to the Bears, by the way. Oh. Did you talk about um Tepper with uh oh, with did, Mac? Oh, that's how we started the show. I okay. had to start with that. All right, okay. All right. I, I was not. I was meeting with Ellerby about something. What's going to end up happening? He's going to get fined, probably. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't. Do. It's going to take so many years of things like that happening for the league to move. I heard. I saw you tweeting about it, Glenn, uh, which somebody compared him to Snyder, and I said earlier, uh, Snyder was more of a behind the scenes a hole than Tepper. Tepper's kind of an out front a hole. Yeah, you, you put it a different a way like that, right? Snyder's a survivalist, and I feel like that he uh, Tepper is is loud. He's sloppy. He's like a bulldog. He's ruined. I think I think what I used was uh, he's a big sloppy bulldog ruining everybody else's time at the dog park. Like he's everybody knows that dog. Yeah. Whereas whereas uh, Snyder was a small petty dog kinda, he built his own dog park and just hung out there and stayed away yeah it's, it's to, they're totally different people um and i the league could get out in front of it you can't there's no way they're gonna make a guy sell the team over throwing a drink on somebody no um not when you consider what other people have done but because the, the old boys definitely take care of the old boys for sure in the end you know that circle's gonna take care of itself and only when Snyder became a threat to the circle of owners, did he get removed? Well, Tepper's definitely not an old boy. I mean, he's not, he can't be like, that in. With well, that's what I'm right saying. Now. I was trying to get to that is that, you know, Tepper's not, he doesn't have, you wouldn't think that he would have the stroke that Snyder had with the Jerry Jones or whatever, what have you, um, to have somebody on the, one of those old guard guys have his back. Um, you would think, you would think, but probably not. It takes twenty years of of, of incidents to get rid of an NFL owner. Panthers were shut out, right? They haven't even issued a statement about it, right? Yeah, that like is. nothing. Like they just they didn't. Hey, what state? What happens in Duval State? Duval. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just going to pretend it didn't happen. I, I know. I said it on the show. I don't know if you heard this, Big Dog, but you know, I almost got, I almost got got by foe Adam Schefter. So, what was the what was the tweet? Listen to this. How how unlikely was the tweet that you got got? By? Oh, listen to this. Oh, it's so, It's really good. Breaking news from Adam Schefter, and I'm reading it, and it's saying that basically David Tepper was found on the Jeffrey Epstein 
Oh my uh, goodness! Oh my Do you know how excited I got there for a split second? And I went to myself. I said to myself, "Wait a minute!" And then I looked at the handle, and it was not Adam Schefter. But I, I why told, was Schefter like of <laughs> like why? Because it's dealing with David Tepper. So I was like, "Oh man, great!" Oh, I dude, can't I almost got gone. A situation where Schefter reports on the Epstein list. Hey, if, if it, it includes, if it NFL includes the NFL owner, then I'm sure he would. But I, I, I but I thought that I thought David words. Tepper was going to the <laughs> island. I thought he was going to the island. You know who I could see breaking news on somebody being on that on the on the list? It's uh my good buddy Darren Ravel. He seems yeah. like a guy that yeah. would love the list. Yeah. He has the list. He has the original list. I actually own Epstein's black book right here. Yeah. He's like that type but he, of guy. But he doesn't turn it. He has it as memorabilia. Like he's proud right. that he has it. Oh, he was yeah. friends with, with Jeffrey. <laughs> but I thought we found a way to get him out of Charlotte. And it, it was going to be the Jeffrey Epstein. He was on the island. But it, Man, it I'm was, not even sure that would get rid of an owner. Golly. Uh-oh. Wow. You aren't the only one. Jack said, I did the same thing, told everyone, and someone had to tell me it was fake. I, I stopped myself before <laughs> Guys, that. Guys, what are we doing, man? All right, 2024, New Year's resolution for all of y'all. Don't believe anything you read on the internet. Or you, just make sure you're looking at the right thing. The first thing I look at is that handle now, after that. It's a good lesson, Chandler. I'm glad you learned about being on the internet. Steve said, if I was the guy Tepper threw a drink on, I would have rolled down the steps screaming. Yeah, oh, I, I mean, I wonder if there's a I would have been like Ezel on Friday. I would have been in the throes of my back. My back. My back and my back. <laughs> my back. My back. back. It's broken. Spinal. Uh, Jamie says, rank the owners least to worst. Jones Snyder. Snyder's not an owner anymore. We can quit talking about him. Tepper, Ursay. Ursay's just crazy. Ursay I'd hang out with. He's just crazy. Yeah, he's fun. Man, I love when uh, Jim Rome gets going on Ursay and they play the comfortably numb clip of his band singing, of him singing in the band. Oh, I don't know if I've seen that. Why do rich dudes do that? He does it. Uh, I mean, just the Knicks it. owner does it. Yeah, Dolan. Yeah. And it's typically the, the problem. Because children. if they didn't have all that money, like... You can just do whatever you want to. Like, if you were just a regular guy, you couldn't be in a band if you didn't have any talent. I think a lot of regular dudes are in bands. But they have some talent. Oh, okay. 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 When you're that And they have a musical background. You can force other people to act like you have talent. If you're rich, yeah. Yeah, You can do whatever you want. You can, like, say, hey, I'm an artist now. Look at my new painting. And you suck, but you've got people, yes men around you, that tell you you're pretty good. So, uh... Jack said the excitement of getting rid of him trumps vetting sources. Yeah, that is true. I mean, I guess y'all could go on a major smear. Campaign. I don't think it's that. I, I think I think people need to revisit. They just need to revisit how long it takes to, for these things to play out. Yeah. I'm going to start a rumor that he's continued the uh, Jeans Friday. <laughs> that he never stopped it. I like that, it. That he actually has enhanced it. He instituted He put it in the, ma- in the manual. <laughs> Yeah. It's in, it's in the policy man, and now it's actually Thursday and Friday. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a long weekend. <laughs> <laughs> long and then it's yoga <laughs> yoga pants Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Jamie said if I had that money, I'd be buying expensive rock memorabilia too in sports. Well, he's not just buying rock memorabilia; he's in a band. He's in a Pink Floyd cover band or something. He's singing comfortably numb. 
he's another example of like it's really tough to get rid of somebody that powerful for yeah. per, for personal action. You know what's not what got Snyder was like behind the scenes stuff. It was it was and it and also the threat that he threatened the other owners and they didn't take too kind to that. Ursay is just their drunk uncle, yeah, who shuts down the hotel bar at the at the NFL meetings every year and has to be taken home every family gathering and is told to leave. You know how all that Snyder stuff came out, right? It was because of the Chucky. That was our boy and his emails. Oh, emails, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Snyder, man. I got a minute to tell, man. <laughs> <laughs> All of that came from the, the, the email chain. That's crazy, right? Yeah. You know, they're talking about Chucky going back to Oakland. Or not Oakland. Uh, Las Vegas. What? Who is? I'm seeing it on for some, what? Who who's is this? You uh, say, is this a darn shifter? I've, I, I, I've seen some some for the third I, I've time. Seen, I've seen some rumors for the third time. But what I'm trying to get to is that Antonio Pierce should just be there. He's the coach. guy. He is the dude. Yeah, he's the guy. I don't get why you would go do something different. Yeah. By the way, uh, guy grew up a grew up in Oakland and is from Compton. And okay, well a, they they don't play there anymore. I know, but he grew up a Raiders fan. Right. I think it's more that he's a competent head coach and has proven himself to be able to turn that thing around a little bit. Yeah. Um, I had the Rams in the playoffs. What was that noise you just made? Uh, I sniffed. I don't think it was a sniff. Yeah, you made a noise. I think like, that was a, that was a disapproving. Like, well, did you have a comment or something? No, I don't, no. I'm just still upset about Bradley Chubb being hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Rams are in. So right now, uh, if the playoffs started today, your top seed in the NFC, well, they will be, uh, is the San Francisco 49ers. Um, your number two seed is going to be, let me go back to the standings page. Niners fans love them some Cardinals the right Eagles, now. Eagles, right? Yeah. Well, the Cowboys and Eagles play each other, and if Dallas, or excuse me, Dallas plays Washington, and the Eagles play the Giants, and they have the same record, Dallas uh, wins the East with a win over Washington. So they will be the two. Who is playing quarterback for you this weekend? I reckon how. I didn't know if he was. How did did things get? that bad with him i thought well, he got yanked the other day that's why i was asking well brissette's been in quite a bit i don't know yeah. i have not been following this team at all i didn't watch any of it on right. sunday I, i'm done i'm out on this year i'll be back next year see you guys next year i'm done now i don't care let's see terry mclaurin scored a touchdown for the first time in forever uh lines are the three the south champion is going to be the four and right now the bucks and the saints are eight and eight bucks play your guys yeah so if they beat the panthers they will host a playoff game and they will host either the cowboys or the eagles rams are going to be the six and then you got three teams at eight and eight packers seahawks and saints and right now the packers have the tiebreaker so win and you're in if you're green bay looking at the afc ravens the top seed miami and buffalo are battling for the afc east championship 
Miami can win and uh, be the number two if they beat Buffalo on Sunday night. Kansas City is locked in as the number three seed. And the four seed will be the AFC South champion. And you've got three teams at nine and seven right now. The Colts and Texans play a loser leaves town match on Saturday night. That'll be pretty good. And then we'll see what happens with Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville can win and they would be in if they beat the Titans. If they lose, the Colts-Texans winner will be the four seed and play the Cleveland Browns. And then uh, you got to see what happens with Buffalo. Uh, Pittsburgh, I guess, is still in the mix. They have not been officially eliminated. So uh, you've got a lot of uh, things that could happen coming up the final week of the NFL regular season. All right, let's uh, take a break. We'll come back. We'll get Mully here on uh, Pirate Radio Live. Steve says, what do the commanders do with the number two pick? Great question. So we're going to fire Rivera. We're going to bring in a head coach. Boy, talked to me two months ago. I said, yeah, you keep Sam Howe and you draft a tackle, draft Harrison, get him help. But I don't know. What if the Bears stay with Justin Fields? They want the fans want them. They would probably trade the pick. My question is if Caleb Williams is there when Washington picks, or does Washington trade up and just get Caleb Williams and say screw it? I think there's other quarterbacks who are better than Caleb Williams. Will they be available? And they are named. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're at the top of the draft. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. Flat out, I think Penix is better. I mean, he looks amazing right now. Yeah, he looks amazing. Yeah, he's top. And then I think... I still think Caleb Williams is the best. I don't... I I think it's really it's Penix because it's not... It's not a. Uh, make sure you call him Penix. I said Penix. Okay. You kind of said Penix. 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 Yeah. <laughs> That's Phoenix without an H. It's, I don't know what you're referring to. <laughs> uh, you you kind of sound a little reactionary to me, Big Dog. You kind of sound a little. What have you done for me lately? You watched Penix torch Texas last night. I. And now he's your guy. Th- the last image I saw of Kayla Williams was him crying in the stands to his mama. That was funny. And as a result, my bias is with the winner. Wait, wait. What's wrong with crying to your mama? I mean, Sean, you do that like once a week. Sean cries to his mama. That's 100% true. I did it uh, when I was leaving the house the other day. (laughs) And I think Sean's got a great character. I I didn't say it was a character problem. Steve says Daniels. How about LSU quarterback? He is dynamic. I like uh, Penix better. All right, Glenn's a Penix guy. Sorry, Shirley, hit the music. Not more. Not uh, May. Killing me, man. I think May is trash. I've seen him uh, on a lot of Washington mocks. Do not like it, brother. You already. You just took how? Man, I know, but you can't let that cloud anything. Yes, you can. Okay. Yeah, you can. Let's talk to this song again to see if Shirley gets mad. (laughs) Go to break it's a good song we'll take a break come back more to go after this welcome to atlanta jack and harrison bowl back to the back of the jack and the clothes adolescence back of the fold knock on the door who is it i would happen to know the one with the flow who did it me 
So I might need y'all to feel me a little bit on this. You and I, T Y. You and I, T Y. That's a unity. You and I, T Y. Love a black man from infinity to infinity. You and I, T Y. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Carolina Caliber, Eastern North Carolina's premier outdoor shooting sports store for over 60 years. Visit CarolinaCaliberCompany.com to shop today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Bud Light reminds pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, let's head back in to PRL. Here's clip all right back with you here on a, a tuesday edition of pirate radio live first show of the new year coming up bryce williams going to join us and the new offensive coordinator of the pirates john david baker looking forward to uh well talk to him somewhat uh the press conference but kind of first one-on-one chat coming up in the studio uh, later on on today's program right now we'll head out to the pirate radio live line and not talk to anybody we are having some issues with our phone lines right now clip so we may not be able to get molly on the line well, no problem that just means more chan <laughs> more chan no molly no problem more chan John, uh, back-to-back pirate basketball losses on Friday and Saturday. A rare, uh, yeah, a rare Friday night in Mingy's. And it was, uh, yeah, not good for both teams. Dominated. Where do we go from here? Yeah. Ah, oh, man. Well, you go to Florida tonight and face one of the best basketball teams in the country in florida atlantic by the way coming off a loss on saturday night they were up they're gonna be mad they're they were number hungry. they were number seven in the nation mm-hmm. went to florida gulf coast and lost mm. and so they are uh coming off an l i believe they dropped down to 17 and they were coming off a pretty big win against arizona too yeah. so um you know, I, I'm not expecting a lot, and I'm expecting a beatdown in Florida tonight. But, you know, with this basketball team, who knows? Because you go and you play two SEC teams, and you, you go down to the wire with them. And then you go home and you lose to East Tennessee State. Also, earlier this year, you lose to Northeastern, USC Upstate. But uh, in both of those games, and really last night, I mean, I don't know if it was a problem, but like, or not last night, but Friday night free throws if you look at the losses the free throws have been the biggest issue for the pirates this year uh as a team east carolina shooting less than 70 percent from the line so it has been a struggle um caleb LeCount, your best free throw shooter well i guess ben bael is a 100 percent four four but caleb account 18 to 20 rj felton shooting 80 percent uh he's missed 11 on the year 44 out of 55 brandon at 76 but what really stands out is ezra at 64 percent quentin debunje who we hadn't seen in a while 53 percent from the line and Jaden walker who <clears throat> mentioned this the other night um he has not i don't know the way he finished last year i expected uh to see a better performance from him so far this year yeah. but only playing 23 minutes a game He's uh, seen his time cut with Bobby Pettiford uh, moving into the lineup. Pettiford, by the way, shooting 76% from the free throw line this year. 
Yeah, and no, there was also no Dabunje uh, on Friday night. Uh, Mike Schwartz was asked about his status, and he did not have one. Um, kind of a weird answer because he said, don't know, wish I knew. Hmm. So, I don't know what that meant when it came to Dabunje's status. Yeah, uh, no no Dabunje that we haven't seen. Here, here was my problem. I haven't seen Ben Baal in we a while. Need, here was my problem Friday night. And I even looked at you and I was like, where's Seer? Where's That's Seer? What I was about to bring up is that we need the, the big man talent. Where's Seer? That we just don't have. And we, what we have, we don't doesn't see the floor a lot. Well, Mike Schwartz answered that in the post game. He did. He basically said, you know, he plays guys based on their practice performance. Right. And he feels like sure. Seer has not been doing good enough in practice to get the playing time that uh, – you know us fans think that he should get it's not so much that we think that that particular guy should get them it's just we desperately need a paint presence when it comes to rebounding and how long shots. Is, how long have we said that for? well uh, let's look at some numbers valentino pinedo who did play on friday get, night get him <laughs> has played uh 66 minutes this year he get has, him off the off the court please he has two points he has 12 rebounds. He has 10 fouls in those 66 minutes. Uh, Sear, in 76 minutes, has 18 points, 17 rebounds, five fouls, four blocks. And just, I don't know, he, he looks more <coughs> active out there. Yeah, very much more active. And, I mean, especially in that Florida game that we had a watch yeah. party for. I mean, I remember several times we were going, Sear! <coughs> with helping out possessions alive keeping possessions alive uh, you know just defense Uh, he's a true college big now like he may have not been a true big in the past in other places but he's a true big in today's college game and it it just that's something we're sorely missing in the middle and i hope he gets whatever his practice issue is right because he's he needs playing time because he's not ready right now to go play 30 minutes against aac teams but we need to get him in the game and get him ready for it. The last legit big man we had was Andre Washington Andre that Washington. transferred. What, what was the name? Andre Washington, Andre Washington who I like. They had transferred from, from Wade Horse. Chandler craps on that guy. That was like my freshman sophomore year. I remember Chandler it. doesn't understand basketball. I'm going to go and say that dude more, handled his it. business against uh, the big guy from UCF. No, look, I've always said this. Offensively, I was like, dude. That wasn't his job. But what was the big guy from UCF that flamed out in the league? Taco? Yeah, he yeah. held his name. He held his own against Taco several times. Andre Washington's job was to protect the rim, rebound, block shots. He was not a scoring big man. He boxed out a WWE champion on South Florida squad. <laughs> he boxed out the giant Omos. Omos. <laughs> I remember that, dude. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, he's not my favorite. He's not on my like all time, all time favorite pirates for me. Like Andre Washington's not on that list. That's, I didn't say he was on mine. Yeah, this guy, I just this guy doesn't. Not, the qualifier was the last legit for reals big man we had. Here, I know Chandler's all time favorite basketball players: David Thompson, uh, <laughs> Scott Wood, Tom Gugliotta, Rodney Monroe, Chris Gorciani. Yeah, that's who. T- Fire and ice, baby. That's who John likes. <laughs> what was the other? What was the big man around the Gugliotta era that got drafted in like the Todd Fuller? Pit? There we go, baby. Todd Fuller, Golden State Warriors legend Todd Fuller, Oshawa Benjamin, <laughs> T.J. Warren, T.J. Warren, <laughs> C.J. Leslie, C.J. Leslie. That's who John likes. He don't like Andre Washington. 
because he went from, from wake to ecu um sean also doesn't like putting glenn in the video <laughs> at all oh man sorry <laughs> wake up man been half screening it for 10 minutes <laughs> Uh, Tyler said the team is going abroad over the summer. That is a fact. Is this the first time? Uh, first I can recall. Yeah, that's good. This was announced after a win in the locker room. It was after the buzzer beater, I think. Oh, against uh, Kennesaw? Yes. I, I I feel like the teams that get that opportunity during the summer typically have a better season the next year. Yeah. It seems like that. It seems like you hear the stories and then the, the you see the progression. I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean, it's it can only be positive. Yeah. Gifted to them by a big-time pirate club donor. Yeah. So. Unless they, you know, go over there and, like, lose a guy or something. Well, if you had a pirate radio team building excursion mm. of such, man, where would you send the team? Which I'm sending myself. Well, you're, But you got to go with us. Yeah. Caicos. Um. Huh. Should we do a cruise? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> Man, that was a big no. I don't know on that too. Oh. As someone who's been on a cruise, I have to. No. I don't want to go on a cruise with you folks. I mean, unless you want to indulge yourself in some adult beverages or you gamble a lot, you're going to get bored on a cruise real quick. Guess what we're doing, Jacko? I know. <laughs> Uh, maybe Ireland. That would be cool. Ooh. Drink some beer. <laughs> it's gonna be your answer for everything. No, why did you? All the haunted castles, <laughs> dude. <laughs> gonna default to that for everything. Chandler, you're starting to remind me of my daughter. Everything I say, you like roll your eyes or make a noise. Tokyo, drink some beer. What did I do this time? I said Ireland. You were like, <sighs> and then you said drink some beer. Like yeah. your first reaction. At first, I didn't like it. I know, and, and like the beer. No, oh. Ireland. It's cold and wet over there and windy. Okay. I'm just Bahamas? Let's ideas. go to the Bahamas. I'm trying to throw out Let's non- go to the Battle of Atlantis. I'm Fiji. To, I'm trying to throw out non like beach ideas. I'm trying to think of like I other like countries it. I would like more to visit. Cu- more culture. Cultural like a, cu- a cultural experience. There okay, that's fair. Let's go to Paris. Paris. I don't really want to go to France. I heard they were they don't like Americans. I want to go to Australia. Is that true? I don't know. I'll ask the uh, and Ben Baila. <laughs> Will you Frenchmen. ask him that at the next press conference? Do y'all hate Americans? <laughs> Do you look at the crowd here in Minji's and go, man, I hate these people? Uh, let's see. Steve is asking about Big Dog's hat. That is a sweet hat. What kind of hat is it? That is a uh, Charlotte Knights. They had a Hornets night. And so it's like a Hornets nest. That's Very awesome. cool. Oh, we I have. thought it was a grape at first. I thought it was a pear. <laughs> People have their own grape pears. It, it looked like a grape from a distance. So. Uh, Jenny thought it was a bee's butt. <laughs> she was halfway right. She was. So it, was it was in the area. You hear what happened? She to, was in uh, the neighborhood. You hear what happened to bee? I did not. Bee's butt. <laughs> bee's butts. Bee's butts on your hat. Uh, let's see. Jamie said Italy is awesome. You guys love food. Best food, hands down. Yeah, I mean, that would be cool. Yeah. I would dress like a mob mobster. Oh, my God. Day. You're such a child. <laughs> you wouldn't dress I would culturally just... appropriate. You wouldn't look the part. I would dress as a mobster. <laughs> you would look, but in your mind, I feel like 
mobster is Jersey like, mobster, and you would go over there, and it would be like the Sopranos episode where they tried to take Pauly, and he just was culturally obnoxious the whole time. What if like a real? Like, I'm gonna go over there and just do this all the whole time. Just gonna go over there and do the Tommy DeVito. I just, do all, just do that. I might just be sitting there, and I just might be doing that right there. <laughs> Hey, did you see Tommy Cutlass over there? Can't take him nowhere. I've been telling y'all that for a long time. Steve said Greece. Mm, Greece. Tyler said Gillette, Wyoming. Perfect place for a PRL retreat. How about a, a, a mountain, like, woods-type retreat? I was thinking about that. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Um, <laughs> I, I have a, uh, I have a person that I follow on Instagram who is currently in Iceland. And um, just the the scenery in Reykjavik is amazing. I mean, I don't like being cold. I like to look at pictures. Oh, isn't that a? Uh, isn't Iceland not cold? Like it's a. Uh, it's reverse. Yeah. It's Greenland and Iceland that are. Right. Cold. Yeah. yeah. No, this I, one. No. It was well, I'm Iceland. sure it gets cold. What there's like a little strip there, but it, it, I think <clears throat> what would be cool would be a group outing to a theme park. Because I think our experiences together on rides would be a positive team building thing. Yeah, let's go to Dolly Parton's place in Tennessee. Oh man, we oh, go to Dolly, yeah, Dolly, World. Go to Dolly, Dolly World? World. Yeah, Dollywood. 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 There's like eight Dollywood. parks that are close to different Jeep. Let's <laughs> go to Myrtle Beach. I was gonna say I was Kings Dominion. That's the closest one. Um, what are we gonna do in the mountains? Hey, hike. Unpopular opinion. Not a mountain guy. Hate hate the mountains. We're going to Boone to go gambling. That's what we're doing. You don't want to hike on a trail? You don't want to see the world's beauty? You don't want to breathe that mountain air? I really have never done it. So I guess, I mean, I can try it out. If we're going to go and make a, a trip to the woods, let's go, let's let's be a little nostalgic too. There are places in the woods that actually have tree houses that you can rent out. No. I would I would stay in a treehouse. We're docking it's like an Airbnb. We're going to Tweezy Railroad. Railroad. We're doing the mountains yeah. and the theme park at the same time, baby. Right. <laughs> hey, I'm all in on that one. I want to go to a wax museum. <laughs> I feel like you would get confused a wax in museum. There. Why? What the hell's wrong with that? Why? I want to see Elvis Presley and actually feel like I'm talking to the guy. <laughs> Or you somebody would. else. You would talk to every wax statue that was in that building. Have you seen the picture? Have you seen hey. the pictures? Hey. Have you hey. seen the freaking <laughs> pictures of the wax museum? Have you seen the freaking pictures? <laughs> Al Capone looks like. <laughs> you want to go to a wax museum? I want to go to a wax museum. Do they even have those anymore? Yes. I feel like they got to have like hologram museums now or something. No, they still stick to those wax museums. I don't know why, though. All right. Uh, Jack says we should go on a darkness retreat. Get some ayahuasca. <laughs> oh, no. We no, all have to do it in crazy. the same dark room, though. That's the oh, thing. No, we can't For, do that. What was it he did? Three days? Yes. Oh, dude. Yes. I don't want to be in the dark with any of you guys. <laughs> I think we should all, everybody at Pirate Radio, should come in one night, uh, get mushrooms do them and live stream and see what happens no i think we should all spend the night in a notoriously haunted place Shirley really moved we'll get to your idea i want to hear glenn's thoughts on my idea oh glenn's (laughs) glenn's down i mean 
Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. We're in. Uh, no, Shirley, I like the haunted idea, too. That's why I was thinking. Like, when, we go spend if you the night said, in a really haunted place or something? I, mean, I really want to do some that would be cool. Ireland, some. When you mentioned Ireland, I was like, Ireland, Scotland, they're two of the most, they have the most, some of the most haunted castles in the world. We could stay in a haunted castle? Come on. You know who we have to take if we go anywhere haunted? Well, we got to go to the Rams Inn. Nope. We, there's a, one person that has to go on this trip. Doesn't matter if there, any of the rest of us go. Wes. Wes. Wes Hans. On what trip? Any of them, but especially the haunted ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We definitely got to take Wes on, on a haunted I love, trip. I want to see Wes on mushrooms. Oh, no. I don't know if we want to do that. No. Tyler said he doesn't want to see Elvis. Uh, Sean wants to see Marilyn Monroe. I do. Jamie said, hi, Wax Michael Jackson. I'm Chandler Honeycutt, former long snapper. Uh, I have a- And did you know that the women's South Carolina basketball team had guys <laughs> practicing? I can't wait to tell that to... Harrison Ford dressed up as Han Solo. Yeah. Hey, that's a wax I want to go to the mountains now because apparently I have a glitch says that a wax museum is in Pigeon Forge. Yeah, so I was going go. to bring go up that Pigeon Forge is the was designed for you, Chandler, as a person. I think it was like it, it is. It's Myrtle Beach in the mountains. Yeah, which Tyler is right up our alley. Lock in at Pirate Radio. I think we like. We should do that. I don't know if we are like sell merch or something, but we should do like a all night. Uh, I would love it. Thing at Pirate Radio. I would love like to do a twenty four hour stream. It would be so fun. Slumber party. What do we do? I don't know. We could watch old ECU uh, ECU games. Well, we would do it during like the first day of the tournament. Endless watch along. Huh. Yeah. I mean, that'll give us something to do during the time. Right. That gives us twelve hours of content right there off top. We could uh, bring in some video games. Board games, yeah. An really? exhilarating edition of Monopoly, but like with insane people. Oh, we need to take a break. Take like a break. Take Mully, a break. break, break, Wes. Break. Yeah, but we're, we're not way gonna, behind on our breaks. We're not going to get them to stay the whole time, but we could have people come visit us right while we're here. Oh, it's only us that are here the whole time, and people come and go. That's a good idea. It's a big brother, but with the revolving door. Yeah. So like we don't do shows that thursday and friday maybe one of those days that thursday or friday we do that thursday thursday leads into friday and then we dip out and go our separate ways and go go to go and go to sleep how long how what time will we do it start at noon you start at noon with the games and you go to midnight or go to whenever the west coast ends whenever the west Coast. oh we just go from first game to the end yeah of the last game yeah oh yeah that'd be easy I mean, that's a more or less a game. Can we day have for that us. room ready? No, so that's get... three years away. <laughs> if we're gonna be here that long. I just want to be comfortable. Um, move the couch in here. Yeah, we would have. We definitely move some stuff in here. Yeah. I think we. Uh, I think we do this. I mean, it's nothing to move that table right there, is it? Austin said, working at Pirate Radio must be the best job in the world. The thought of being locked in at my job would be my own personal hell. <laughs> they act like it isn't ours. <laughs> <laughs> All right, take a break. Come back. Back with you. You know what? Your pizza is loading, loading. 
we like to party, we don't cause trouble and we don't bother nobody. We're just the brothers who own the mic, and when we rock up on the mic, we rock. You're listening to hour two of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Carolina Caliber, Eastern North Carolina's premier outdoor shooting sports store for over 60 years. Visit CarolinaCaliberCompany.com to shop today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs run by ECU alumni. David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU Home Services partner. Call them today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, we'll update you on some scores on today's Fleet Feet Rundown, brought to you by Fleet Feet. Locally owned and operated by ECU alum Chris Lunyon. Fleet Feet of Greenville provides solutions through one-on-one service to runners, walkers, and everyone in between. Uh, Josh Thomas, the big winner of the Fleet Feet gift card, this year's treasure chest. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fleet Feet has the tools and technology to get you in the right shoe, including a 3D foot scanner that measures arch height, width, and more. Go see them, 207 East Arlington Boulevard in the old Gordon's Golf location. Fleet Feet, they run for you. This almost looks fake. But it is a real score on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DeBuck. DeBuck. Uh, the Grambling State women's basketball team won today 159-18 to 18 over the College of Biblical Studies. What? Now, that score is bad on its own. But how about the, the tweet that the, uh, the women's <laughs> basketball team put up? They put, they put up the score graphic, and all they say is amen and praying hands. Hallelujah! I mean, that is like sacrilege. Talk about playing the heel. Can you play some like praise break music? <laughs> that would please? be like if you played the School of the Deaf or whatever, and you put up like the, a hand to the ear. We can't hear you. I mean... As a coda. That... That's wrong, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. I was saying. I know. It was I know. Just I, know comparable. I know. Like, I know. It is comparable, though. Uh, yeah. Delaware School of the Blind. Can you see what I see? <laughs> <laughs> like this is uh, that's something, man. Grambling State. Amen. Beating the College of Biblical Studies, one fifty nine to eighteen. Why does that school have a basketball team? Why shouldn't they? You don't think? After that game, they should just be done. They might enjoy playing basketball. Sometimes it's not about winning and losing. It's about... You ain't never played basketball at Playing ball for Jesus. Yeah, I I played church ball. Yeah. No, but my uncle played a long time. He's a long time church league basketball player. (laughs) So it it, it does run the family a little bit. Is he like a legendary church league? What do you mean long time? How many years did he play? Tell me about... Years. Years and years. When people found about out that I, jumping Jimmy or whoever it is, Jeff, no, jumping Jeffrey. I, I never, I never played. But my uncle was a longtime church league basketball player, <laughs> so it's in the family. And and what? how many years is the average church league? <laughs> my career know. was career. like maybe five years yeah, or so. Oh, no, he's got you way. Pa- he's way past you. Oh well, what if I was over here saying, now why should that? Why should they have a basketball team? How would that make you and your uncle feel? Pretty bad, right? Pretty bad. I would feel bad for my uncle. Amen. 
Amen. When, like, when people say, oh, you're Jeffrey Jackson's nephew? <laughs> My God. You ever seen him play at a church league basketball game? I'm like, no. I just picture Je- I, Jeffrey Jackson out there just squashing like eight-year-olds. Oh, uh, no. Nah. They, they called him Jesus Jordan <laughs> on the court. Jesus Jordan. Oh, man. Well, so, uh, thoughts and prayers go out today to the College of Biblical Studies women's basketball team. Uh, all right, we got to take another break. Yes, we need to take another break, and we've got good news. What's that? Our phone system's back up. All right, good. Uh, we might see if we can push Mully till tomorrow. Okay. Because Bryce Williams is supposed to be joining us here. I'm back. In the Pirate Radio Studios. And John David Baker coming up later on in our number three. We roll on Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday after this. Which we create, cause that's our mission. So listen close to what we say, because this type of shit it happens every day. I now DMC from Run DMC. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. At Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal uh, protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. They will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville and online at carolinacalibercompany.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. And let's welcome in the first time in 2024. I'm born to love again. I'm a brand new man. What are you with? It feels the volume's low. Ah, okay. Well, how about now? How about now? Check, 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 check. No better. All right, we got you good. Uh we're gonna need our cameraman to go up a little bit because you're a tall fella, Bryce. I'm trying to fix it. You are a uh, a tall. What are you, what are you standing at? You're these a days? tall drink of water. I'm still at the old six six. Six six. Mm-hmm. Man, that'd be cool. There was a girl yeah. playing basketball for South Carolina's women's basketball team that's taller than you are. Six seven. That's a tall lady. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were a pretty good team. Uh, Jamie says Bryce in some new Christmas clothes. No holes. Oh, wait. This old thing? No, actually, there's no hole, but no, nah, this isn't a clean or new one, but yeah, there's no holes. Water. Most of my cold weather stuff's in pretty good shape. Uh, Steve asked earlier our our best Christmas gifts of the year. You want to uh, go around real quick and talk about our best Christmas gifts? Hmm. Chandler, what you got? I always love uh, cash, so I'll take that, but um, my wife and daughter got me some sauces and spices for cooking, Ooh, which nice. I really enjoyed. Because uh, I've picked up that hobby. Cooking? Or, yeah. co- or like grilling or cooking? Um, Both. More so cooking. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 
and uh bryce i talked to you about screwing up some shrimp i i, I made shrimp and they weren't good i it's because i i didn't know what i was doing but this weekend i made shrimp tacos and they were dynamite there we go it doesn't take long to cook shrimp no and that was my paint. problem yeah i, I overdone it there's the no time. over there's no medium eat them well it's well they're pink okay time yep. to get them out. uh chandler what was your best christmas gift probably those uh ariat shoes okay are you are you familiar with what i'm talking about yeah i just say ariat ariat yeah whatever but yeah the shoes i think i know what yeah i got about. those shoes and i've already worn them a few times and they're pretty comfortable so are they nice. boots Shoes. Eh, they're like more like shoes. Like a shoe. Shoe. They're shoes. I, but they're I, like they're shoes that you could probably wear out. Are they like nice booties what? that kind of look like boots, leather. Uh huh. Mid top. Let me see. Right at the yank. Yep, that's L- them. A little above the yank. <coughs> Just a little above the the yank. All right, I got you. All right, uh, Bryce, how about you? Uh, I don't know. I had several good ones. Um, I got um some frog tog. Um. Some frog, well, I guess frog, like actual fishing waders this time. Instead of wearing like duck hunting waders at the beach, um, I ended up getting like some fishing waders that are more comfortable. I can, I'm a little more nimble in them. Um, you know, not as hot, just waterproof. So that'll be fun, you know, when you go surf fishing and things like that. And I did get some new, uh, some more Carhartt shirts. But I don't know when I'm going to break them out, you know, because I don't want to ruin those. I might as well. I really want to wait till the ones I have. Once that pocket falls off or rips, then I'll probably um, transition. Yeah. So, fra- so uh, Frog Tog makes, like, clothing now? Mm-hmm. Because I remember back in the day, like, a Frog Tog. In, in was a just a rain jacket? No, this was like a little towel. Oh, yeah. That this makes this is deja now. vu. We have had this conversation before. I remember this conversation. Really? Yeah. I remember this exact conversation. Because I think Josh Thomas oh, uh, commented and said that he had just gotten some frog. Because he got it for as a gift. Yeah. Uh-huh. About last. Yeah. So, but they used to come in handy on a hot day. I feel like this show is just going to turn into that. Just us having the same exact conversations right. over and over again. I want right. to say it was around that time last year too that, that we talked about it. Shirley, what uh, what was your best gift? Um, from someone else, probably my best gift would be probably from my godson he got me a painting of all the disney villains like um the evil queen from snow white uh ursula from little mermaid uh cruella de vil maleficent i can never say her name maleficent yes and it's a painting he picked it out by himself that's the first time he's not had help picking out a christmas present and well, that, that was, makes it special yeah he picked uh, it, it it was the first thing that he went i mean he made a beeline for it and said this is what i want to get so he bought it with his own money and uh and that's what i got for christmas and then for 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 myself i bought it for myself which is my christmas present which is a brand new car a new hey, car, a new car. Yeah. the yellow fella yeah, it's, what is it? It's Big Bird Yellow. Yeah, you red. Now you went to yellow. Yeah, well, yellow. It's yellow. pretty. It's a, it's a sexy thing. It is clean. What is it? When I say clean, like it, it is clean. It is Big Bird Yellow with uh, some black rims. Well, some he nice little black rims. What is it? Oh, I'm sorry. A 2023 uh, Jeep Renegade 4x4. Oh, 
yeah, yeah. Fancy. I saw one of those on the highway coming here. Well, not here, but coming back east. It's got a uh, sunroof in it, and I've never had a vehicle with a sunroof. Nice. And uh, <coughs> it drives. It, it's got a lot more headroom. Um, it's about the same size as my, my Kia, but mm-hmm. uh, it's fully loaded, and uh, it also comes with automatic start. I could sit here, and through an app on my phone, I can start my car. Warm that's, it up. Cr- that's crazy. And, Warm it up. In the winter. About 5.55. Warm it up. Blue don't do that. Yeah, ah, so look, look I, I, <laughs> I very rarely buy anything that, I mean, that is a huge investment for me, and right. I rarely... You know, but I had put a lot of miles on that Kia. Yeah. Um, and I I was looking to, you know, get into something different and I said if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do it big and uh treat myself and after the year I had last year I was like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna start fresh, start new. I may be eating ramen noodles and beanie weenies for the there rest of my go. life, yeah. but I'm gonna be driving. I'll be driving in style. Nice, well, no good doubt. Deal. Another uh, gift that I got, I actually got this from my brother Bryce, and you'll appreciate this. But it's a uh, it's a shirt, and on the back of the shirt, it has uh, duck feathers, mm. and under each feather, it tells you what duck it is. Oh yeah, but that is I don't. Cool. But I don't have it because the cat at home. Um, is in heat and it peed all over the shirt, so I had to wash it. I told my parents to wash it. Oh, and then, okay. So you didn't just throw it away. You're just what you just had to wash it. No, yeah, the cat right. peed on it. Chad Yang Chandler's had a, a rough day telling stories. How was that one? That was pretty good. I thought that was a pretty good one. I, yeah, uh, I think that was. I don't want to influence y'all, but how do you feel about the pee on the Doug Feather story? Oh, and another cool, I got a really cool pr- Christmas present. Uh, I got Gizmo from the movie The Gremlins. The Gremlins. A Mogwai. And uh, my brother got me that for, and it it made the little singing noise that, the if you remember the movie, uh, gr- uh, Gizmo would make this little singing noise. And for the first 24 hours that I had it, I could not for the life of me ha- figure out how to turn that damn thing off. Because every time, it, I don't know if it was motion censored or if you bumped it, but that thing was constantly going off. I couldn't figure out how to turn it off. Gremlins, one of the movies that scared me as a child. Oh, I loved Gremlins. Uh, Jamie got two pairs of ECU colored Adidas and Asics. And nice. He said, I can't bring myself to break them out. What does that mean? You don't want to get them dirty or yeah, something? Yeah, I was thinking mm. you might not. Yeah. I need some purple shoes. I've got a pair of purple and gold ones. Shoes. Yeah, I like yeah. yours. Yeah, mine are pretty sweet. Some perp. Yeah. All right. I can jump on the old uh, eBay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like to browse every now yeah, and then. Yeah. I just never, you know, pull the trigger. I'll um, tell you what. Can we go ahead and take a break yeah. here so we can uh, catch up on our break management here? Yeah. Okay. Let's go ahead and do that. Hey, um, hey you're the producer. Aren't we caught up? Yeah, we're caught up, but yeah, yeah, we're yeah. already 20 minutes in, and well, let's get we it. do have another guest coming in at 5.30. I want to leave enough time for Bryce. Right, right. Take the break. We'll come back. More with Bryce. John David Baker going to join us on the show. we got a former tight end here. He's a former tight ends coach, now offensive coordinator. Uh, so we'll talk about some of his philosophies, uh, how recruiting's going, and more with JDB. We got that and more on the way on this Tuesday. Back with you after this. Like 
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedics East and sports medicine has been carried, uh, caring rather for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians for ECU. Ortho East provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients of Eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday, our first show of 2024, and a big guest joining us inside the Pirate Radio studios, Bryce Williams, still alongside, and John David Baker, new offensive coordinator of your East Carolina Pirates, joining us as well for the first time. Coach, appreciate you hanging out with us for a little bit. How you doing today? I'm doing good. Appreciate you having me. Yes, sir. Uh, Bryce, uh, when you walked in, Bryce said, so you, you got a little little off time, and you said, nah, not really. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any off time? No, not really. I mean, especially with just uh, going back and being able to coach in the bowl game. I mean, I left right after the bowl game, and uh, went back, saw family for a second, and then flew right back to Greenville and boots on the ground, keep working. So not, mm. there's not a bunch of time off right now, which is fine. I asked you during the press conference about being here and also coaching in that bowl game, and uh, you had a great response. You said, I'm an East Carolina Pirate, but uh, everybody in your room, you brought them there to, to Ole Miss, right? Yep. So you wanted to see them out in the uh, the best possible way, and, and you were able to do that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a, a year ago right now, I was – you know, in the middle of recruiting Caden Prescorn to come to Ole Miss. And, um, you know, when he made that commitment to us, I made the same to him that, you know, you're coming here, I'm going to finish this thing with you. I, I don't know what the future holds, but I'm going to finish it with you. And so be able to go back and, and coach in the game and obviously Caden have the game that he had and how the game went was pretty special. Uh, what was it like to be thrown right into the recruiting fire? And uh, I guess you get with Coach Houston, the other coaches, see you know who's on their target board and, and immediately go out and start talking to these guys. So what was that uh, that situation like for you? Yeah, I, it's just kind of crazy because you, you know, a week before you're walking into a high school with one set of colors on and then the next week you're in a different set of colors, but still trying to spin this, the same message of, um, trying to get guys to come be a part of something special, obviously here, but also you know something special playing in this offense, and and that's been the the biggest thing talking to recruits, talking to kids and coaches, um, just the, their level of excitement, knowing and seeing what we've done the last three years there at Ole Miss, and and knowing that a version of it's coming here. Um, people have been you know big time receptive to it. As a uh, former tight ends coach, got a former tight end here uh, in the Pirate Radio Studios, and Bryce, we. I want to want to talk about Shane Calhoun and all the young tight ends on this roster and, and see those guys get going. Uh, what what is the role of a tight end in your offense, Coach? I I tell everybody, especially because I've coached it the last three years. You know, in any offense, the quarterback is always the most important guy. I mean, it starts it starts and ends with him. Um, but in what we do, um, the tight end he is. I mean, he is ultra important to the success of the offense. If you look at just the last three years there, when we've had a tight end, we've been extremely, extremely good, like very diverse in what we do. Um, obviously, you saw the difference of when Prescorn was kind of injured our first three games this season, and then when he came back, we just kind of kind of went to another level offensively. 
um, they're they're imperative what we do just because of the tempo piece and we ask them to do a lot of different things they're kind of a swiss army knife army knife for us like you know we put them in a lot of different situations and ask them to do a lot of different things john david baker here inside the pirate radio studios bryce you got a question you can jump in yeah. uh jamie has a question on youtube which is uh kind of ironic because recently you posted the steve logan we go for it every time clip uh that always gets the fans fired up uh he said how often do you go for it on fourth down in the game now obviously this has to do with down a distance or the you know the distance uh the time and all that but uh, generally speaking you know how aggressive will you be on fourth down yeah it just depends on the situation the game and you know we've been very aggressive here in the past you know and that would be something that coach houston and i work through because it's uh you know it's a it's a team thing and it's a it's not necessarily just an offensive perspective of what we're trying to do but it's about situational football and when the time is to go and when it's not to go and you know honestly i just i saw that clip early on after i gotten hired and i thought it was pretty awesome so <laughs> uh john david baker joining us offensive coordinator at east carolina uh we've talked to a a commit and to a signee i'm not sure if you can talk about kaden hauser i don't need in trouble i don't know what you can and can't talk about but as far as the quarterbacks you got here and the quarterbacks that are coming in um how do you feel about that position heading into this offseason i feel good um we got to continue to try and add competitive depth um that's the most important thing and that's that's my job is to make sure that from top to bottom that we've got guys in that room that i don't care if you're a fifth year senior or you're a, a freshman stepping on campus um your job is come in there and compete and, and push the guy in front of you and so i feel good about it is it where i want it to be yet no um but i i feel like we're heading in the right direction my last chat with Alex Flynn, uh, he, he was still seemingly undecided on what he was going to do as far as football or uh, or go into the the real world and uh, and that stuff. Uh, do you know if Alex Flynn will be a part of the team? You know, that's just he and I got to continue to have some more conversations about. It. That's kind of been the hard thing about just the transition as far as you know, you get here and it's all about recruiting, recruiting, recruiting. Where it's in today's college football world where you got to really kind of you also got to recruit your own roster and and that's where unfortunately at times that gets put on the back burner and especially in my situation with obviously you know trying to recruit new guys to come here but also going back and so those will be conversations that he and i have here in the near future probably John David Baker uh, joining us in the Pirate Radio Studios. If you have a question, you can get it in. Tyler asking uh, the biggest difference between ECU and Ole Miss. Um, that's probably hard to say. You know, I just haven't had a. Could, that's everybody wants to ask me how's Greenville? How's Greenville? I'm so well. I've I spent maybe about 72 total hours here. Right. Unfortunately, um, most of it's most of it's been spent out on the road. But just from the time that I have been able to spend here. Um, the town is awesome. The people are awesome. Um, it's exactly what you want in a football town, in a college, in a college town. Like you, you can't ask for much more, honestly. Kenny asking, uh, will you be in the booth or on the sideline? I, I've always planned on being in the booth, um, and I've been in the booth most of my career. Um, besides at Ole Miss, I've actually been on, down on the field, and so my plan right now is to go up top. Um, but we'll see as time goes. Uh, you talked about recruiting a lot here and being on the road. You, you've really got to at least enjoy that somewhat to, to be in this business. So how about you know making those personal relationships, being on the road? It's got to be tough, but also, I mean, what kind of satisfaction do you get from, from doing that and trying to bring in kids? 
you know there's there's a couple parts to that like one i i enjoy it because you know you're going to see different high school coaches so you get to sit down and talk with them and and it's funny like it's a people say it's a small world the coaching world is even smaller and so when you start talking to these high school coaches it'll take about five minutes you're going to make a connection to somebody that you know that he knows that you know we we play together here we coach together here um and then the other thing is and why i love coaching and, and recruiting is you get to see these kids and you get to see where they're from you know and, and what kind of makes them who they are where they grew up the the, the community they're a part of the the kids that they grew up with and so that's the part that i enjoy the most you get a, a real feel for where a kid's coming from mm-hmm. bryce uh you got a question for coach i was just kind of pondering some some questions um as far and obviously the tight end <clears throat> deal we've already has one already committed here did i see that y'all posted um we've got a high school signing high school signing <laughs> yeah. yeah are y'all kind of on the looks for um adding another tight end one or two or are we can you content with kind of where we're at or i i feel really good about our room right now yeah. especially with the signee coming in i feel like we've got really good competitive depth in there really feel like those guys skill set fits what we're gonna do um offensively and um i, I like i said i feel really good about where we're at i hope those guys watched the bowl game the other day because they saw the saw the tight end yeah. you know win the peach bowl mvp and, and what he did for i think he had like 10 catches for 130 some odd yards so nice. that's that was good probably for them to see just when the when the offense is rolling that guy's a big part of it yeah which uh i actually like hearing that too how much <laughs> the tight ends being going to be utilized in your yeah. offense so uh, i'm excited to hear that bryce that. Well, you were uh what top 10 definitely top uh, five all-time tight end at ecu where are you at where are you rank uh, yourself uh, statistically, I, th- I think touchdowns is my dad could tell me. I don't really know. I think it's <laughs> You're up there. somewhere top five catches yards somewhere in the. I think top five. Yeah, is somewhere around there. And we need to we need to get back to that utilizing yeah. that tight end. Well, I, I said we weren't going to take another one, but when he stood up a second ago, <laughs> I was trying to figure out if he had any more eligibility <laughs> left. Like, I take you back. Yeah, I could probably find some you know find some finagling in these rules. <laughs> you didn't um, use your COVID year because I, I was, uh Yeah, you were yeah. gone before that happened. I, I would love to. I tell you, they got a waiver for everything now. We, right, we can get you going. Hey, that works for me. I'd come back to Greenville. Well, I'm here, but I'd come back to the pirates in a heartbeat that's for sure luke's asking uh john david about your playing career can you tell us about that yeah so i uh i grew up in in san angelo texas um played at a little 4a high school there. there's two high schools in town i went to the smaller of the two um you know played uh was a three-year starter in high school um and then had a chance to go play at abilene christian which at the time was a division two school when i signed there and then uh, my senior year we transition to fcs so i was a uh, i was a lifelong backup I was a backup quarterback my first three years of college um backed up who now is one of my best friends his name is mitchell gill who was he's for a long time he was division two all-time leading passer uh, and then had a long career in the in the cfl but uh, had a chance to to play my senior year uh, it was our first year transition to fcs and uh had had a ton of success in that one year and loved every second of it and then when i got done playing in college i i wasn't real sure i knew i wanted to coach but i wasn't sure what kind of path i wanted to take i i i thought i always wanted to coach high school football in texas and that was my plan 
and so i was i was had an extra semester and i was student teaching at the time and my my college head coach was like well hey why don't you just come out here and and ga so i i was doing that and then i got a phone call about playing in this indoor indoor league and i was like shoot i need i need some extra money so why not so kind of did that for a little bit and then uh and then got into my coaching career right after that yeah good stuff uh talking to john david baker i got a, a text uh about you sounding like lincoln riley i guess both <laughs> texas guys and robert asking uh, do you have any do you know lincoln at all have you talked to him i've i've met lincoln a couple times just because of uh just all my connections to the air raid through graham harrell and yeah. all that um but I, I don't I don't know Lincoln personally no. Do you hear it you hear it at all, Bryce? I mean you were Oh yeah, Lincoln. between him, Garrett, yeah. <laughs> you hear the Texas Which draw. Which is nice because with the Texas OCs, we've done really well. <laughs> That's right. So uh, you can't complain about that. About it. Uh let's get a break in. We'll come back more with John David Baker. If you got a question, you can get in on YouTube, Facebook. We got more to go here on Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Quality Equipment is your full-service John Deere dealer with 36 locations to serve you. Quality Equipment is open in Winterville next to Sam's Club or visit qualityequip.com to find the location near you. And the Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered every Sunday. Kick off the buck, uh, kick off the day at the buck rather. The buck has the largest 4K screening Greenville along with 18 TVs so you don't miss a single second of the action. They'll have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway too. That starts at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at Buck. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Alright, uh, both ECU basketball teams beginning action tonight in conference play on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DeBuck. DeBuck. Coming up uh, 6 o'clock in Menjis. ECU women welcoming in utsa men on the road against number 17 fau seven o'clock on espn2 so we'll keep you up to date on those scores on our social media on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard got bryce williams here got john david baker and and bryce usually at this time every tuesday we're talking food we just welcomed in coach to those conversations during the break uh talking some barbecue in fact uh we had a question earlier um tyler asking have you been introduced to eastern north carolina barbecue yet I, I have not yet, but it's like I told you, saying go off air. Like I'm a fan of good food, so if it's good, I'll try it and I'll go anywhere and eat it. All right. Well, you got plenty of options around these parts. A lot of good barbecue uh, around the area. Uh, if you got a question for Coach, you can get it in. He'll be hanging out another uh, ten or fifteen with us here in the Pirate Radio Studios. Ryan asking. Uh, do you believe you have the pieces here to run the type of offense you want? And if not, what is the biggest need uh, that you still need to add? No, I really feel I really feel strongly um, that we do, and I, I'm not just saying that. I I really do. You know, we sat down and and watched really every guy that we've got on the roster, and feel like we've got the pieces, and feel like we've added the pieces that we really need to go do it. Now we've got to still add some some depth and and get 
get some guys in some spot that you got to have to make it through a 12 13 game season um but i really do feel like we've got the guys in the room that we can go be extremely competitive next year coaches you know make the players but but players can make coaches as well right so when in 22 we, we had an explosive offense with some really good players that uh that departed the program and last year was a struggle offensively so you said you've gone back and looked at some of that did you you did see some positive signs though from from what is on this roster yeah absolutely i mean we got we've got players in that room and like i said we've added some guys to do that um but like you said you know great players make great coaches and it's our job to make sure we're doing things to put those guys in a position to be successful and asking them to do things that they're good at Uh, we always talk about you know not trying to put a square peg in a round hole like let's make sure we're asking these guys to do the things that they can do well and and do it do it at a high high level uh question here from justin and i'm going to change his question his question is what game on the schedule next year are you looking forward to? I'm going to ask you: Do you even know who's on the schedule next year? <laughs> Have you even sat down to look at that yet? I've got a, I've got a fairly decent idea what the schedule looks like. Uh, you know, the only one that I really care about is that first one versus Norfolk State, and and that will be to me that is the biggest game of the year um, because it's going to be the first chance that we get to as a unit to go step on the field and go, you know, put what we're about to do for the next eight nine months and go put it on tape and put it on the grass. I did see Liberty uh, playing on New Year's Day. Was that yesterday? Uh, losing to Oregon, and uh, they are on the schedule. We get App State here, Bryce, which will be a uh, good in-state opponent on the road at Old Dominion, and uh, then you get in to conference play. Uh, this is more of a Blake Harrell question, but having Navy and Army on the schedule, uh, that's going to be a headache for the defensive coaches. Uh, any Anything change with the offense when you take on a military academy? You just kind of know going into those games like – you know, there's a good chance you're going to have a few less possessions. Um, now, I say that, you know, when I was at University of North Texas, we played uh, we played Army in 2017 and ended up beating them 52-49. And so yeah. I say that, but you sometimes when those, when those triple options get rolling, it, it'll turn into a shootout real quick. Uh, Brooks asking, what's more important in uh, 2024, college football, NIL, or an indoor practice facility? <laughs> <laughs> um well that's a that's <laughs> a great that's there, a great yeah. question um to be honest with you if you ask any one of them those kids what they'd rather have an indoor practice facility or nil money they'll tell you nil sure and so that that uh that to them is the most important thing and and anybody would tell you that you know facilities are nice but a kid is always going to he's always going to prefer a few extra coins in his pocket over you know going to practice indoors on certain days that goes for all of us breathing that's uh, out here in the world um jamie asking because mike houston has i mean you look at his track record he has won quite a bit uh last year that was not the case uh says what sold you on mike houston and kind of standing on shaky ground at the moment but again he's got uh, a very good foundation so what kind of sold you on coach houston uh one th- uh, couple of things really and one i've spoke on before is just you know once i got to know him as a person um it was a pretty easy sell just knowing the type of type of man he is and kind of 
where he comes from, what he believes in. But the second thing is, is if you want to know what the future looks like, look at the past. And and Coach Houston's had a bunch of success over his time. Uh, and to me, the most important thing for him when you look at that success is he's done it at all different levels. Which and I and maybe it's because I I played D two ball and coached FCS. Like I have a, I've got a respect for guys that are able to have success at those levels and been able to translate it. He's been able to translate it everywhere he's been. Um, you know, and last year is it is what it is for whatever certain reasons, but him as a whole, and you look over his career, he's been extremely successful, and I don't see why that should change anytime soon. Uh, Robert asking, are players able to learn your terminology and plays at this time? Do they have any like playbooks or anything? <laughs> no, that's again, that's the kind of the crappy thing about just the way college football set up right now is you know we were actually talking about in the office earlier. You know we're we're about to have these few days of visits coming up the kids start school next week on the 8th and then we're on the road and so i'm about to go you know really our whole staff that we've gotten to maybe say hello to these guys but we're about to have the first two or three weeks of school for the spring semester and we're not even going to be able to be able to be around our guys which i hate so um no they they haven't yet but that's the beauty of what we do i i've got i've got zero concern that they're going to be able to learn it and pick it up really really fast yeah i think we talked about that bryce uh when we made the change from donnie kirkpatrick and uh we're looking for a new coach about you know terminology and and justin here's asking about up tempo or huddle and uh how how easy was it for you to learn a new playbook which you uh, went from riley to dave nichols so how similar that, was it it was all the same it was all the yeah, same it, yeah. which was nice how that offense was obviously a lot of hand signals I mean, literally one hand signal told, you know, told everything. Um, I mean, it was almost effortless, you know, what we were going through. So, obviously, the big change was NFL when they're this long. <laughs> How about with yeah. you, Coach, as far as what the guys will need to learn? Yeah, I'm sure you try to keep it simple, right? Yeah, that's, that's the – you know that's the air raid in me but it's you know we've always just tried to keep it extremely simple for those guys because if if those guys are having to think Mm -hmm. they're going to start playing slower and that that's not good for our success and so um, that's something that we always err on the side of is not never having too much um, but we're always going to be creative we're always going to have ways to attack the defense Um, but it's my job as as the coordinator as a coach to make sure those guys are not thinking at all and they can just go play freely if it's going the way you want it to, um, will you go up tempo? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's just uh, you know, like I've said before, that's something that I I believe in because I I've seen it um, over my time the last few years. Um, to me, it's for us at Ole Miss, it was a it was an equalizer. Um, you know, for some of those defensive lines in that league, um, for a place like here where I feel like we're going to have equal talent to everybody that we're playing. Um, now it becomes a real advantage and there's times there's times where you you really want to use it but there's times where you got to be smart as well and we'll have a we'll have a healthy balance of that talking about being pleased with the tight end room uh another room you got to be pleased with is the running back room and again you haven't had a lot of time to get to know uh these guys because you've been out on the road so much but uh that even in a down year offensively was a positive for ecu and appears it'll be the same coming up this uh, next season right absolutely we got we've got great depth in that room and and we need it if you look at uh you know the last few years you know, it's it's not just been one guy. You know, especially if you look back at 2021. You know, our first year at Ole Miss. You know, we had 
we had three different guys rush for about 700 yards and so that's kind of the balance we want in, in the room especially with the tempo stuff like it helps we always want a fresh guy in there uh, and, it, and all it does is create opportunities for guys in that room so and there's i promise you there's going to be a guy sitting in there when we start spring ball that's going to be about fifth or sixth on the depth chart and all of a sudden you're going to look up in the season he's going to be one of those main guys uh, we got to get our final break in. Uh, we'll come back more with John David Baker. Kenny Curlings this is the leading question. I know his favorite NFL team. He knows you're from Texas. He wants to know your favorite NFL team. Good. I, I was born and raised a Cowboys fan, my whole family. And you got to think, when I was growing up, the Cowboys were winning Super Bowls. So, like, I love Troy Aikman. I love Emmett Smith. Had a pet named Emmett growing up, so I'm a Cowboys guy. Yeah, I'm a sad Washington fan, Coach, so uh, I ain't got much to say to you right now. Uh, we'll take our final break, come back, have more for you uh, with Coach and Bryce after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Taking a quick look at your stock market report. The Dow was up 25 points and finished the day at 37,715. The NASDAQ dipped 245 points and closed at 14,765, and the S&P was down 27 points at 4,742. That's your Wells Fargo Advisor Stock Market Report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Clip Brock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. We need a new show with Bryce and Coach just uh, talking about <laughs> signs and signals. And yeah. Pretty fascinating conversation uh, during the break there. And something I did want to bring from that break to the air. Um, you talk about stealing signs a lot in baseball. Uh, happens in football as well. Uh, Jim Harbaugh apparently brought it to the forefront, uh, or Michigan anyway. Uh, but as far as that goes, Coach, and trying to maybe shield what you're doing, change up what you're doing, uh, how much does sign stealing go on in football, and then what do you do to combat it? You know, it, it goes on a lot. Um, you know, those defensive guys, they always try and find an advantage. Offensive guys do too, but for us um, – you know, obviously the thing that helps us is is the tempo part. It's hard for guys to pick our signals because by the time they they know what we're doing, the ball's probably getting snapped. Um, the other thing is, you know, we got multiple signal guys, so trying to figure out which one it is and and all those things kind of kind of help that. I had a question from Seth. He said, if an ECU fan wants to watch a team from this past season to get a feel for what our offense will look like. Uh, is it safe to say Ole Miss is that team? And are there any other influences? If P- if Pirate fans, uh, look, we saw kind of a rough offense last year. We want to get excited about it. Um, watch Ole Miss. Any other teams we could watch to maybe get a feel for it? Yeah, obviously our stuff there, um, it'll be very, very similar. Probably some of the other ones you can watch. Um, Oklahoma uh, would be a great one to watch with, with Coach Lebby, who was the offense coordinator at Ole Miss. Um, it's actually kind of how I got to Ole Miss. Um, what they did at OU this year, and then and then 
watching uh watching tennessee just the tempo piece there'll be you know there's a blend of of what we do and, and what they do as well kenny asking uh, how excited you are to work with a talent like Caden hauser and, and what he could bring to the uh quarterback position no absolutely um you know he is um he has a high high ceiling um he has um what i like to think kind of everything you want in a quarterback as far as arm talent um athletic ability um he is wired exactly how you want he is a football junkie um and that was you know as i went around and and met with different guys and just kind of try to get a feel for him it was uh it became apparent really fast that this kid was all about ball and he loves football and and i think once he stepped on campus he felt um you know how serious this place was about about ball and and he you know he told coach houston you know this i want to be a part of this and so that's um i'm excited as can be i just can't wait to get his big butt here on campus and get to work uh josh asking uh are we getting speakers in the helmets like what's been in uh the bowl games uh if so have you been uh has ECU been allowed to mess with those yet uh um, anything about that that's a good question uh they've tried a bunch of different things like they've done the the headsets and the helmets they've done the tablets and some of these bowl games you know if they're testing that stuff out i bet you it's not far away um from being in college football all across the board um and so i i think it's something that we'll see here in the near future all right about out of time bryce you got anything else it sounds like you know uh what play he's calling and, and and what you need to do as a tight end right yeah. You understand yeah. it pretty well? Hopefully I can come out to practice, maybe, if I can. Yeah. Maybe get some cleats, just relive the <laughs> old old playbook days. Run a route or two. Yeah. That'd be good. Coach, uh, thanks so much for hanging out, man. No, absolutely. I appreciate you guys. Hopefully we gave you a break. Now, no. now you can get back to work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got to go make some phone calls. There yeah. you go. Uh, John David Baker joining us for the first time inside the Pirate Radio studios. That'll wrap it up for a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Holton Aylers will join us on the show tomorrow. He is joining, I believe they're calling it the UFL. The XFL uh, has united with, what was the other league? USFL. USFL to make the UFL, and uh, Holt Naylor is going to be a part of that. Also, the Holt Naylor Show coming to Pirate Radio. We'll talk all about that and more coming up Wednesday on Pirate Radio Live. For Shirley, Chan, Coach, Bryce, and the crew, I am Clip Brock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate